Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. after that uh no but hello everybody and welcome in to the penny bloom podcast and this is it the final part of our top 100 favorite star wars characters this is the top 10 baby i am colton robertson and i am joined by joseph george what's up homie oh what up what up always a pleasure to be here and i don't know it feels monumentous that we're finally getting here you know it's been been quite some time to to get to this point you know I finally think again to, i think we just need to inbreviate this uh, moment uh as as the fuck from glass onion once said um but uh yeah man this is a this is a great one you know and we i i've been waiting until the final part to reveal a little mm. bit of a, a a rule bend uh mm. that we that we implemented <laughs> into this top 100 so mm-hmm. Our top 100 being framed as a top 100 implies that there would be 100 characters in your top 100. However, Indeed. we have set it up to go 0 to 100, and therein there are 101 characters in our top 100. I know, it's cheating. However, it's still a top 10 in name. We're starting at 10, working up to 0. It felt wrong. Like I wanted all of these characters to be included in my in my final episode you know i wanted them all to be appreciated as my top 10 there just happened to be 11 of them so i i i had to bend the rules a little bit had to make something happen yes this extra spot was much appreciated on my end as well Mm. um and i I don't i guess i don't i don't really want to spoil anything but it was very appreciated um and i don't know this it feels a whole lot better now this being like i'll give everyone a i'll give everyone a little tidbit uh, we didn't add this until after we did the 40s. So we had to mm-hmm. decide to add a character in our top 40 after we'd already done 60 other characters. So um, if there's ever any that you're like, hmm, that feels like it might not fit in exactly with the order you set out before us. That's why. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, but nevertheless, I uh, I feel good about mine. And I feel great about my top 10, uh, mm-hmm. which is really my top 11. And also... But, May the fourth be with you. Um, May the fourth be yeah. with you, homie. Happy Star Wars yeah, Day. I know. Uh, quite perfect day for this, you know. Uh, exactly. Just, uh, talk exactly. about the, our favorite Star Wars characters. This is the tippy top of the mountain here. What mm. better day could it have happened on? You there's, know? there's no better day uh, to discuss this. Happy May the fourth, my friend. <laughs> and if you will, I would like to hand the reins over to you to begin the top ten <sighs> with your ten. Oh, boy. Well, I'm. Um, this, uh, I don't know, might come as a shock to some. I've been kind of uh, foreshadowing this for quite many rounds, um, but there was one particular droid that just made it quite up the ranks that hasn't been said yet. Um, he wasn't going to be one. He wasn't going to be, you know, anything like that. But but I wanted him to be in my top ten, you know, the last part, uh, because he is that important to me. And I, I said that there was a reason that I haven't really talked about yet. Um, and it's for... The design of him in specific, 
Like, it's just all astromechs look like this, but this is our main astromech, you know, R2. So it, 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 I kind of like the, the design of just every astromech. Um, but R2, you know, he's the main guy and he's the one we're stuck with. He's the one that never's got his memory wiped. He's, he's my guy. And that's, I want in my life, I want to, at some point, this, this will take a long time, but I will build an official, like, full size R2 robot. And I will have that motherfucker follow me around ever, working. It will work. And I, like, I swear I'm gonna, like, have the door to open, a little zapper gonna come out, have a taser. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I'm gonna have all that stuff. So, like, um, it's just been a life goal of mine. And ever, like, before the Jot the Jawa, before all this R2 love explosion that I had, I've always wanted, like, an R2 kind of pal. Like, I've always just slowly build them over time. Mm. Um, and now that I have a 3D printer, it's actually sort of, you know, more doable. I could do it like that, but I, that's, I want it like real. You like want to build metal, that motherfucker. Like metal, you know, I don't know. Little. You want to build a fucking robot is what yeah. you want to do. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's also, uh, uh, you know, part of the reason he's up here, but also he's just, uh, the Jot the Jawa and, and that, you know, that other revelation that, that really skyrocketed him up for me though, because it made me watch Star Wars in a whole different way. And, you know, maybe R2 himself, you know, doesn't have the the greatest character arc or, you know, he doesn't have any monologues like, you know, loot. You know, there's nothing that I can I can point to that's just like, hey, this is why I love R2. It's just strictly he's there always. He's watching. He takes it in. And I don't know. He's just he doesn't say much. He's efficient. He does what he needs to do. But it's really just the look of him, the design of him, and then just kind of the idea Um mm. Of him following around all these great characters, and and I really hope that, I mean, he's still around, and he gave the map. You know, Luke's gone. Who's he going to be passed down to next? I can only assume it's right. You know, it's going to stick around with Ray and BBA. Like the optimal C three PO. Yeah, he's staying around there too. So I really, hope, I don't think R two is going anywhere. That's the great thing about droids is unless they blow up or like IG eleven, you know, IG eleven themselves. There's really no, they don't go away. They don't. Um, and R two, his his memory. Good droid. No poodoo. R2, no poodoo. No poodoo R2. No poodoo R2. No poodoo. But I know. I know. I did have a big thing. I did have a droid run. And I did say, like, yeah, now everyone who's above these droids, they officially made the droid cut, you know? And they're above droids. And R2 is the droid that made the droid cut. Exactly. R2 made the droid cut, but it is it is kind of nuts to me, you know. Like, I did say Cassian Andor, Rey Skywalker, <laughs> Ben Solo, Padme Amidala, Bo-Katan. You know, like, those are the characters that are coming before. But, right. but R2 has just always had something. I've always been intrigued by R2 um, ever since childhood. So he's just, he's always been, been around. Hey, and who can hold? I can't hold you for that, man. There's no, there's no shame in that at, and at, at all. This guy's, he's been around my entire life. There, there are very few characters in Star Wars that you can show to people who have not seen Star Wars, mm-hmm. and they would know who they are. R two D two is one of those fair. characters. I'd say you might even get away with the silhouette of R two. Oh yeah, they might even still know. Mm-hmm. Um, like silo, like silhouette of Vader. That's you know, yeah. pretty obvious. People recognize that. Um, I'd say, yeah, there's not, not, not many three, I'd say there are three characters that like you can show people and they will know their name without knowing star Wars. It's Darth Vader, R2D2 
and Chewbacca, if I'm being honest. I think Chewbacca would be one. one of them. Yeah, that um, big hairy guy. Who else is that going to be? Bigfoot? No, yeah. People are going to say Bigfoot or Chewbacca. That's like, yeah. if you don't know the name Chewbacca, they'll probably just be like, I don't know, Bigfoot. But if, yeah, you, exactly. if you're, no, it's Chewbacca. Yeah, that, that's that's a good one. Okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my, well, that's my boy. My boy R2. My boy. Uh, if if you haven't, um, and you're ever re-watching Star Wars, or you're watching any Star Wars movie, um, or R2's in there. Uh, just, just look how many times he's kind of in the back, just the very corner of a shot, you know, kind of just, he, he's just back there looking like a little bystander. Mm. Um, and just, just look at what, what he's all seen. Um, it's very, it's a very interesting way to watch the movies. Um, that yeah. marks one of our larger gaps <laughs> at yeah, uh, 48 spots. Yeah. I had him 58. at 58. Mm-hmm. You have him here at 10. Mm-hmm. So a little bit, a little bit of a gap there, but not almost our largest went higher. He not almost went higher. I'm not going to lie. Um, but and I wouldn't like... blame you for that. <laughs> so right now, the only three gaps that are larger than that, that have been said are the biggest at Thrawn, 71 spots, 22 mm-hmm. to 93. You had him at 22. I had him at 93. Wrecker at 55 mm-hmm. spots. I had him at 92. You had him at 37. Uh, and then the third largest, the only one ahead of R2, Fee Genoa at 50 spots. I had her at 88. You had her at 38. Hell so, yeah. I'm going to be Fuck spitting little tidbits like that throughout, <laughs> just like mm-hmm. the little little fun facts about our top 100, uh, you know, uh, who's hot, who's not. What uh, I, I was keeping track of, like, the amount of Disney Star Wars compared to old uh, Star Wars of old. See oh. how much, like, it just ended up working out. And that's, that's an interesting one for me. But uh, speaking of... Disney Star Wars My 10 starts with a Disney Star Wars original character. This one, I'm wrapping up my Bad Batch finally with Omega breaching awesome. my top 10. That's nice. Um, yeah. She deserves it. Oh, yes, yeah. she does, man. I love me some Omega. Omega! <laughs> I'm uh, Omega! I, re- I remember the first season. We just couldn't get over that no, for like never. the first couple of days. But uh, Why would we? You know? I, love, I love me some Omega. She's a... Uh, She's just uh, the jack of all trades. She's the sponge. Every everyone takes a moment to be able to teach Omega something, and it's it's been wonderful to watch. I can't wait to see what the future of that character is. Hopefully, she's going to be okay through uh, the third season of the Bad Batch. You know, not exactly in the best place after two seasons. Uh, however, I have I have high hopes. I have high hopes mm-hmm. for that character. Michelle Ong performing her is has been excellent. I've loved Omega and. Well, I loved her after season one. I've, 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 I love her even more after season two. Just a wonderful character, and I can't wait to see what the future holds for her. Mm. I love that she finally got some individuality in her character design oh, yeah. over the course of the second season, kind of uh, glomming on to different aspects of her family and kind of building upon mm. it. I love the little helmet she's rocking. Um, that's that's always they... fun. And they like fully trust her abilities now, you know, like back then they were really afraid. They're like, she's a child. We can't let her do these things, you know, like don't let her like or whatever. But now she's just one of them, you know, and like doing like whenever they're like, yeah, like all shooting, like she, she pulls out, like she's sometimes the first to shoot even, mm-hmm. you know, like she, she, she's ready. She, she came out um, blast. Yeah. yeah. That, that, her, her bow. I don't know what to, yeah, her, yeah, to her, call uh, that, but I can't, it has a name. I can't remember what it's called, but it's a something bow. Um, and it's, yeah. it's really, really fucking good. Yeah. I, I love, I love her. I love that character and I can't wait to see more. Love that relationship with all of the bad batch, but you know, specifically Hunter will always warm my heart. 
uh, mm. those two together. And uh, I'm excited to see what happens with that character, man. A lot of potential there. And it's already been acted on in a really compelling way. The Bad Batch is one of my mm. favorite top top three favorite Star Wars show for me, if I'm being 100% honest. You know, it's a beauty. Uh, and it's we're only two seasons in, and both yeah. of them have been fantastic. You know, and it's or like Rebels. Bad Batch for me. That's that's my top three favorite Star Wars shows. It'll be tough for Bad Batch to beat Rebels just for yeah. like how long, you know, like, I don't know. Rebels yeah, is just, we, I've been able to sit with it for a lot longer too. And I look back and it's just aging like fine wine. But I bet yeah. Bad Batch will do the same. You know, we'll look back oh, on I'm it. Sure. I'm it'll sure it'll only be good. It won't get worse, you know, over time. No, no, not by any means. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, this, this next season, it's seeming like they're. They're building up something pretty big, they you are. know, um, and it's, I don't know, it's, it's not, I don't, I don't feel like it's a coincidence that this Mount Tanta stuff has happened at the same time that we're hearing about, you know, Gideon and Snow or, and all or that, whatever, yeah. you know, how, whatever, um, all that stuff is. I don't think, I don't know. I think this kind of dropping little, little bits, you know, different points in the timeline, but kind of similar story, you know, um, 100%. That's being told, so I don't know. Yeah, very, last very last year I had Omega at sixteen. She's a big reason. She's a big mm. reason I love the Bad Batch. I had her at sixteen last year, and she made the jump over Grogu, made the jump over jump over Anakin, made the jump over Lando, made the jump over Qui Gon, made the jump over Boba Fett, made the jump over Padme. Mm. Uh, all those characters I had higher than Omega last year, and yeah. this year I do not. They all they all fell below her because she's fucking awesome. Love that character. So uh, Omega at ten here. Hell yeah. Well, here, uh, my next guy might be another silhouette that you could show and that anyone would recognize instantly. And this is where I got Yoda. Um, and mm-hmm. yes, speaking riddles, I do for whatever reason. I'm just that old. I take after my master. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, just one At of the. I mean, it's it's Palpatine and Yoda. You know, that's. I mean, and sadly, Yoda lost. You know, and. I want to say that Yoda, you know, could have that he beat Palpatine, and you know, and that, but but also, I don't, I don't know how they let him go undetected for so long. Kind of nuts, you know. Yoda couldn't sense that, you know, a lot of, and that and it makes sense why he just kind of went to Dagobah and was like, I failed, you know. He's like, I, I, I lost the fight for the entire galaxy. You know, if I won that fight, it went different. I'm now, I'm just. I'm staying on Dagobah. You know what? See you later. Like this sucks. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It was. I heard Mark Hamill say. Maybe it was Mark Hamill. I think it was say Dagobah. Um, but it was like Dagobah. Like they said it like so differently. And I'm like, have I been saying Dag? Like, is it not Dagobah? Well, that's um, the thing. Uh, it's a common common thing in Star Wars, and George Lucas mm-hmm. is pretty lenient on it. He says you can kind of say it however you want. He hit. <laughs> Him himself, George Lucas himself, as referred to Hoth as Hoth and Hoth within ah, okay. the same. Yeah, it's just however you want to say it. Exactly. Pretty, so, same, yeah. same, the way Lando says Han, while mm. most say Han, you know, like it's just a just a preference thing. I will always say mm. Dagobah. Dagobah would be uh, yeah, just sounds, sounds wrong to me. It, yeah, this sounds really weird. But uh, no, no, Yoda, he's he's the wise one. You know, he's he's just. We don't know where he came from. We got Grogu now. We have Yaddle. That's that's it. That's all we know. Um, but I don't know. I hope maybe we'll get more into that. But if not, I think it's just it's cool just to let it be a mystery. You know, honestly, like he's just 
they're just these creatures that that are super wise, super strong in the force, at least all mm-hmm. of them that we've seen. Um and I don't know, he's I guess he's very stuck to the Jedi ways, you know, obviously. He's the leader that, you know, he's the top dog there. He's been there for quite a while. Um and a lot of I don't know, a lot of history there that I don't know, that we haven't seen from Yoda. Mm-hmm. We only got his old days, you know. Uh so Imagine, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get that through Grogu, I'd assume, you know, a Yoda, Yoda in his prime. Mm-hmm. Um, but at what what we got at Yoda at nine hundred? I mean, he fought, he was fighting Palpatine, which is, I know Palpatine's old, but that's a lot younger compared to Yoda, you know, on like, I don't know, lifespan. Age doesn't really matter, I guess, when it comes to Jedi, because Luke, like, whenever Luke, I guess he projected himself there at the end, but he was just all neo in the matrix you know it doesn't matter how old you are you, the force has got you yeah um, yeah but i don't know yoda he's just uh mm-hmm. always you know just also me just being short my whole life uh yoda being like just the, one just of the shortest motherfuckers but the most powerful jedi there is you know out of all of them was was really nice you to have my just, size, do yeah, you? just a short guy um so that was nice but i don't know star wars isn't really star wars if you don't have characters like this you know if everyone's mm-hmm. a human it's it, it's it would be okay, but it's it's so nice to break it up and have characters like R two and and Yoda yeah. and and uh, just Omega kids as well, uh, you know, not yeah. just all adults. So I don't know. It's just that's what makes Star Wars so little green I guy. Know, I love, it. I love Yoda. It. Yoda will be will be in this episode for me. Not not mm-hmm. not too far up the list from where you've got him. I won't be long now, but uh, I'm gonna go next to the companion of the descendant of Yoda species um, going to Din Djarin uh, <laughs> here at nine. Um, okay. Love me some Din Djarin. Uh, he's, he's got a lot of growing to do, but I've loved what he's, I love what he's done so far. The first two seasons of Mando sent that character on an excellent journey that I think uh, was paid off just wonderfully in the, uh, in the Mandalorian season two finale. The, and I like, I love, love loved luke coming to pick up grogu but the the thing from the finale that always sticks with me is him taking off his helmet you know like that's just Mm -hmm. always been the thing that for some reason i think of when i think of that finale as opposed to luke skywalker showing up and that's uh, the the part you're crying for you know you're you're kind of it starts you know you start to cry just because it's like oh it's luke and the 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 legendary Luke Skywalker's coming in. You see him taking out. It's more like happy tears at that point. You know, you're just like loving what you're seeing. So it's like, yeah. okay, I'm starting to tear up. But then whenever it's like, oh, music wait, turns no, into that like playful like, Grogu. Yeah, thing. He's, he's, like, he's leaving. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, wait a minute. What does this mean? And then you're like, oh, no, no. And yeah, Grogu the, touching his, the hand his helmet. That's, and touching that's his where face. I lose it every time. Yeah. When, whenever like that, he just reaches out his hand. That's oh no. Yeah, no. Um, that's that finale will never be forgotten. That was gosh, and I just feel like ah, I, I I enjoy Mando season three, but they lost something there as far as the like because even in the book of Boba Fett, whenever Grogu is sitting up on that hill with Luke and Din's talking to Ahsoka, and he's like, uh, he's like, but I came all this way, and he's right there. Mm. There's like this real thoughtful sadness in his voice, like this true oh. emotion in his voice. Like, I know that he's a stoic dude, but for the love of God, write him something that makes him feel something. I mean, shit. I know. And I think I, I saw a, um, I was trying, I, like, I really hated just saying over and over that it was feeling expositiony. 
I felt like I was a broken record, and I'm like, it just feels like exposition, but I didn't know, I, I, I felt like I wanted to say something more, but I didn't quite know where it was, and I saw something where it was, it's like a, a workshop of two, kind of like in, uh, in Tick, Tick, Boom, whenever there was like those two guys that were like, mm. um, giving them tips on stuff like that, but it was, I don't know, it was just kind of like a workshop talking about writing and stuff, and how, just how to make and, it better. And- and yeah, it was and then and and then this happens and then this happens and that I think that's just what season three was. That's what they were focused on. They were like, we needed these we need these events to happen, and they weren't really focused on the why. You know, if 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 they took a step back and like, why are we doing? You know, like why are we doing this? Why are we taking back Mandalore? Why are you know just we know why because the Empire bad, Gideon bad, kill. You know, we don't want them there. But like, it's mm-hmm. not talked about. I don't know. It's just like more. Not things happening, just, I don't know. I, that's, I felt like maybe that's just what it was. It was just moment after moment, and then, and then, and then, and that's kind of how they wrote it, it, it seems. Mm. Uh, they weren't really focused on the why or the, the, I just think theref- that, you know. But, yeah, the therefore, you know. Like, I think that yeah. uh, Din, I, uh, I think that Bo-Katan had a solid journey over the course of season mm. three, but I thought it was a nothing season for Din. Yeah. You know, I thought that. We just didn't make a lot of progress with him. I wish we could have, but you know, it is, it is what it is. And, uh, I've really enjoyed that character's development over the course of three seasons. Felt a little stagnant in the third season, but I'm sure now that, now that we've accomplished what we wanted to in season three, hopefully Mm -hmm. we can get back to the heart of the show, which was, uh, which was Din and Grogu's relationship and the, the struggles that they face together and how they overcome it and, you know, not to say that retaking Mandalore wasn't a struggle, but it wasn't their struggle. And uh, mm-hmm. it was Bo's struggle, yeah. which isn't to say that it was bad. I loved I loved that part of the story. It's just that uh, Din and Grogu didn't need to be as sidelined as they were. Um, mm. They were supporting characters, and Din did a good job towards the back half of the season. Uh, well... Actually, Din did a better job through the first half of the season, and then the second half of the season, he was kind of just there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and all the the marketing with the dark saber, him with the dark saber too. There were so many marketing like post like posters that they would show where it was him holding the dark saber, like actually like like up too. Sword, and then there was one where it was, cool. and it was like up going in the middle of his face, holding the dark mm-hmm. saber, and like. But every time it's gone now, probably I don't know gone for at least a little bit mm. and all we saw him do was ooh this heavy and and like no, actually i don't i don't know maybe this isn't the best weapon for me to choose you know it's like it is just interesting how they market things versus what we get mm. um but i don't know that's that's not that's not pedro pascal's fault that's not any you know i can't fault um anyone that like performed on the show that's that's not mm. like no, there's so, there's different problems there, but I think yeah. that uh, I have I have hope for the future of that character specifically because oh, yeah. that's the only part of the show that I wasn't really big on in season three is that I felt mm-hmm. like Din just took a backseat, a bigger backseat than he should have taken. You know, like I think mm-hmm. that I think it's perfectly okay to have Bo as the leading act as the lead character in season three. I have no doubts mm-hmm. about that. But uh, as was shown through the first two seasons, when Din and Grogu were the main characters, they don't know how to expand side characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Cardoon stagnant, Grief Karga stagnant. Like, and I know he's made progress in the background, but it's never because 
we watch that progress unfold. That's true. Yes, you know we just I mean? see it all happen off camera. And like that's the that's the too many things are happening off camera. We're getting so many moments and so many cool things, but it's like but then they're like, Yep. Uh Bo has to explain. I gave the you know, this happened before season three, but it could have happened in a flashback. I don't something, mm. you know, like show Bo actually that confrontation with Gideon. You know, if Gideon is such the big villain that you had killing at the end of the season, it was such a big thing to have him die. Yeah, we don't, I don't know. Um, it was just a, a weird, you know, a weird season. But that's the thing. I, I think Den and Grogu, like, Den and Grogu are still here. And we can continue the conversation uh, because my next per- my next pick is Grogu or I Den Grogu now. Um, so... And Yoda and Grogu were going back and forth. I didn't know which one I liked more. I'm like, who? I don't know. Uh, but Yoda, I think, was more of just the nostalgia is why I, you know, like Yoda so much. But Grogu is, Grogu's the cute one. You know, Yoda, not going to lie, looking kind of ugly at, at, at his age. Now, it's just how it is. You know, he's got white hair. He's all wrinkly. He's all old. His eyes aren't all black. You know, he doesn't have the cute puppy eyes that Grogu does. Um, and... Um, I don't know. They, that's kind like all that happened this season kind of with them is Din, you know, I think it's important that he gave up the dark saber and doesn't have it anymore just to show that it truly didn't matter to him in the first place. And it was really just, he happened upon it. Um, and that now Grogu is his official son, you know, and like actually adopted. I think that that is a bigger moment than some people are, are saying like, we, oh, we were already there. He was already calling him father and stuff. And it's like, but no, that's, that's how it's done in real life. You know, it's, there's an official process, you know, that was just like the court kind of like the official process of making it real. But we mm. were seeing them just live as a family before, you know, and, and seeing if it would work. And, and obviously it did. And they wanted to stay together. And then was like, yeah, I'm making, let it, let it be known. Let it be written in the song forever. That this is now Den Grogu. Um, it's just weird to say. Um, I don't know. It just it 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 it's still just feels weird to Din Grogu. I'm not not quite used to it, but I love the implication of it. Um, I do too. And and I don't know. There's a pretty big gap here, right? Where was where was Grogu for you? Twenty two. Um, okay, so not not that big actually. Um, but I think I don't know. I I think I like the. I'm my head's all in the future for Grogu. I'm I'm. Just they have so many storylines that they can run down with him. Um, they already have him super involved with Gideon, you know, and maybe he's in with Snoke somehow. I don't know. It could just be a Gideon thing that they needed Grogu for. You know, if, if Gideon is gone and that was his whole plan was just his army and he kept it all secluded, then maybe Grogu isn't even involved in making Snoke whatsoever. And so that boat long alive. Yeah, and that's... Ooh. Oh my God. Wait a minute. Order 66, Grogu is taken out, obviously, and hidden and whatever. Mm-hmm. He ha- maybe he is actually create, like used to create Snoke, and then they got what they needed out of Grogu, released him, and that's how he was just kind of, I don't know, all up in the air. Like We were like, how was he even in that like building that Mando found him in in the first place? You know, right. like how did he even end up there? Um, Could have it's, it's it's probably just he was. I don't, I don't see why they wouldn't kill. No, 
you would think that he probably had like he escaped somehow or like because you would think if they had everything they needed from Grogu, they would no, they'd probably want to keep that specimen alive at all mm-hmm. costs. Actually, Especially one that can live for so long. Yeah, that's yeah. Never mind, they wouldn't kill him. So I don't know. It's there's a lot of mysteries surrounding Grogu, um, Keller and Beck. You know, that's we we know one piece of the puzzle how he got out of the the temple. Um, but then when he gets to Naboo, or I guess, who knows, maybe even in hyperspace something could fucking happen whenever they pop out of hyperspace right away before they even land on Naboo. Um, well, there's so that's, also that's, no guarantee they're going to Naboo. Oh, really? It didn't, did he not say that he was going to Naboo? I thought maybe, maybe I'm just remembering Naboo that wrong. Starfighter, I think. Oh, and that was the only thing. Maybe that's what I'm remembering. Is that was it? Because I thought he might have said like, no, yeah, he didn't say anything. He was just, they just jumped into hyperspace and that was it. And yeah, it was just got oh. a Naboo starfighter, and that was that. Okay, so yeah, never mind. They're not even going. So yeah, we have no idea where this where this kid's going. Um, but there, that's a big, I don't know, kind of a big gap to fill. Um, yeah, especially for um, that kid, you know. Yeah, he's got and a I'm, big story. I really hope that that's what next season, you know, is. And he's trying to, we're going on missions, and maybe um, we just get some flashbacks, or maybe Grogu trying to communicate with Din somehow. I don't mm-hmm. like it through something. Um, cause he, he's starting to, I mean, he's starting to, to kind of talk, you know, and I just don't know how, what his mind is like, you know, like what his, cause obviously he's a baby, he's 50 years old. And I think I, like, I don't know, like, I, I really don't know if I'm overplaying his capabilities right now. Like, I know he's very strong in the force, but I don't know, like if he was able to communicate with Din, like, through the Force somehow. Not necessarily spoken word. Um, but if he was able to communicate somehow, do you think his communication would still just be, like, I want food? Like, is it still very baby-like? Or do you think it would be, like, like, hey, like, I've been trying to talk to you for so long. You know, like, actually kind of, like, coherent. I don't think it'd be coherent. I like, think, at I all. Think it would it, be baby. Like, yeah, just, like, um, I, okay. Um, he might have thoughts that are that advanced. Yeah, he's I saying, just, like, he had conversations with Luke and Ahsoka, it felt like. And I, maybe it was one way, but, like, Luke was having a conversation with him, it seemed, you know? Like, and I know that's, I don't know. It feels like they can just conversate with him. And that's that's through the Force, and that's something different that, that Din can't do. Well, I mean, know? like, that's not, a, that's not an uncommon thing that, like, uh, babies know what they're feeling and absolutely can't communicate it through words, you know? Maybe they, we have no way of knowing what babies' thoughts are like, you know? They could be, I don't think it's coherent, but they know exactly what they want to be saying. They just have mm. no way. Oh, yeah. That's that's what, the way Ahsoka put it in season two was really, really important to me, where Din asks, are you talking to him? And she goes, well, No. You know, I can feel his thoughts, you know, so like Mm, she can feel the way he feels about things and what he wants to say, but just has no way of saying it. So, like, that's the thing is that I don't think he I think once he can talk, it'll be like a baby. I don't think he's just all of a sudden going to make the leap to communication fluidly, um, be it any any capacity, just because Mm. it would just feel so unnatural to. Yeah, that that would be kind of weird him Darn. just being like a brainiac yeah like yeah. hey din or hey dad it, like i don't know just like a normal like that yeah, is no like we you heard him at the end like see like the the very end when they're in the bar um or i don't know not the bar the like 
I don't know what to call that place, I guess. The outpost. Uh, yeah, outpost. Um, but he, like, he said, you know, yeah, yeah, I did like that. You know, it was very yeah. baby-like, very, you know, and I hope we just get more of that. But it's slightly more understandable, you know. But just like that is what I hope we get for, like, next season. Um, yeah, that'd be dope. With him, but, but yeah, I don't know. I, I love the where they can go with him, and I, I don't know. I'm. It would be really, really interesting to see if he's, you know, roped in. I hope he's in that new movie with uh, Ray and that the new one. But it would be nice. He wouldn't be, but, you know, I'd you be know, cool maybe, with him not being there. But I'd be cool with him being there for sure. And and maybe that's our bias again. You know, I was like, I don't, I want Din to take off his helmet. I want him to get rid of all of his faith, blah, blah, blah. But maybe it's like Yoda and Yaddle were Jedi, so we're expecting Yoda to go down that same path or Grogu to go down that same path and do everything that we want him to do. But maybe it's just... He doesn't want to do any of that, and we got to be okay with it. You know, I don't know. No, and I'm I, I. That's my thing is that when it comes to the new Jedi Order movie, I have no doubt that he wouldn't be training as a Jedi. I think he'd just kind of be an ally of the Jedi. Like I think mm-hmm. it'd be impossible for someone so strong in the Force to be completely ignorant and ignoring the new Jedi Order. You know what I'm saying? Like I think yeah. that if if and Grogu maybe, is. Yeah. Maybe this, there's just no counsel whatsoever. It's just yeah. if you you're force sensitive, you know you're there's no no process to earn the name Jedi. It's just if you want to fight and fight for you know the side that side, maybe you're just that's that's all it is. Oh, and there's um, also the fact that regardless of if he wants to take part in the Jedi way, I mean, what even is the Jedi way post with Ray? You know, like they what, have what the books is it at that point. They have um, the texts, you know. Which is, yeah, but is interesting. I that like, think, I don't think we're gonna do. Luke tries to start the exact same Jedi Order, and then Ray starts to tries to start the exact same Jedi Order. I think we're finally going to evolve a bit. Um, which I mean, I'm sure I sure hope so. Um, but uh, there's there's the fact that Grogu. Even if he doesn't want to be a full-blown Jedi, he is Force-sensitive, and if he wants to maintain that ability, he needs to cultivate that ability. Mm. And the best way to do that, I assume, is around your peers. So yeah. maybe they go back to like the ways the the High Republic, where there are different Jedi outposts. Maybe there's one on Mandalore now, and there's like a little school that he can that there can be one there and stuff. You know, that could be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, no, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Grogu at eight, then. Mm-hmm. That's right. Hell yeah. I'm uh I'm gonna go back to the old Jedi Order. Same species. Yoda. Awesome. <laughs> That's so many beings are we, not this crude matter. That'll always be my probably my favorite quote from Star Wars simply because it's just so you know it's nice to be reminded that we're more than our fleshy meat sack mm-hmm. bodies. You know, there's oh, yeah. more to us. Um Hey, the iron in your blood didn't even come from our solar system. Think, like, our star doesn't even have iron in, like, in the planet. So, like, it had to come from somewhere else out in space. Like, mm-hmm. iron, any anything iron had to come from meteors, but anything. So, like, we are made of star, like, the whole universe is mm-hmm. all in us. Like, that's that's how, I don't know, that's very true. Um, I love, I love I that know. thought, you know. And the I love Yoda the... line, like, I, I only remember is just the hate, you know, the 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 path to the dark side um mm. i guess i always get the order wrong but it's like hate leads to suffering or, or suffering i don't know all the suffering the whatever he goes down and suffering. suffering leads to hate yeah um or, man i don't know but 
what a, I don't know, just a, a quotable guy. Um, I bet, yeah, he's, I bet got he's, the, just... he's got the bars, you know. I think that uh, Yoda's got. Uh, I love me some Yoda, you know. There is another. You know, he's got another. a. He's got a lot. He's got a lot of gems in his back pocket. I always love. You know, I grew up with prequel Yoda, the CGI Yoda, but puppet Yoda will always hold a special place in my heart. Um, mm-hmm. Because I just love. I love the original trilogy Yoda. Yeah. You know, I love. Uh, I love the introduction to him. When Luke's like, I'm looking for Master Yoda. Or I'm looking for a great Jedi master. Yoda. You yeah. seek Yoda. Yeah. Uh, like Luke was like, no chance. This the is the way him. he like crawls yeah, first into his lunchbox and is like throwing shit out. Yeah, like, hey, get out of there. What the fuck? Yeah, times, you, you know, doing? like that's uh, that's the best shit. He, he's introduced as a whack ball who's been stranded on a planet for twenty plus years and is losing his mind a little bit. It's hilarious. Yeah. R2, um, is that you? In no way, that's actually you. What the fuck? Yeah, it has to be fake. Or, yeah. Um, no, I love it. I love it. And then man, probably hard to declare it my favorite Yoda scene. That, that I don't even know what my favorite Yoda scene is, but I know it's one of my favorite scenes in all of the sequel trilogy is uh, Yoda's Force Ghost coming back to talk to Luke one last time. You know, Boom! Him dropping the bar. He's like, Luke, yeah. you pussy. I'll do it for <laughs> you. He's like, come on, dude. Jesus. I'm burning it all down. The yeah, Jedi. Like, that's that's why like I don't know Luke Luke always just seemed that he couldn't quite make the decision. That's the like Jedi what texts. You know, yeah, and like that's where he faltered faltered with Kylo. You know I don't think he should have killed him, but he was always like he always thought of what he needed to do, but always in the moment something like I don't know went wrong there. I guess in the later years, you know, and mm-hmm. and now he's like I don't know should I do it? And, you know these are sacred texts, and- but the sacred Jedi text. Mm, read them, have you? And then Ray, like, is it is it? That it is she fully grabbed established them. in the Last Jedi that she got it. Well, yeah, but, but like, is it that she grabbed them before, like the tree was burnt down? So like the books weren't even in there during the time, and then so it's just burning down. It's yeah, no, she got. There's actually, and I can't wait for us to cover the sequels because I love pointing pointing this scene out. Um, there's a scene the immediately after she leaves Octu. There's a scene of her shutting a drawer. Yeah. with the books in them. Uh, okay, so it is before. That's well before the shit. Okay, yeah, so it is whenever she leaves for that. That makes yeah. sense because I do remember the drawer, and I'm like, oh, that's that's where that's are. where okay. they are because okay. that's where she gets them out of in yeah. the Rise of Skywalker and okay, Yoda sick. speaking in riddles. You know, there is nothing in those books the girl Ray does not already possess because she <laughs> possesses the books. Um, Why not just tell him? Just tell him. No one else is there. No he one. Needs it's to just make, you. He needs to make his peace yeah, with it. You know, right, that's, that's right. it's, it. It helps him in the moment. You know, from a certain point of view, as I guess, that, always that's true. Say. Luke needed to let go of all that past to actually mm-hmm. help them in the. Okay, you know yeah, what? Exactly. Yoda knows what he's doing. I don't know Yoda why I doubt exactly him. Yeah, why am I doubting him? Why am I doubting him? It is the uh, bur- I, I, and one of my favorite lines will always be a. Uh, it is the burden of all masters. We are what they uh, grow beyond. Uh, I'm like, oh, yeah. The you're the. Crude matter, the it's energy that surrounds it. It starts with size matters not. That's where the the quote size matters yeah. not. Size matters Who not. Those beings are we? Look at me. Judge me by my size, do you? <laughs> and well, you should not. For my ally is the Force, and a powerful ally it is. Man, he's yeah, he's ah. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. I don't know. He always suffer. The way he says that word, I like, I like that delivery. Yeah, he's just what a um, attack of the clones. Whenever Obi Wan's looking for Kamino, and he comes to him with the younglings and stuff, and Yoda's like, 
lost a planet? Obi-Wan has. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Embarrassing him in front of all the, yeah, just the kids. Truly like. wonderful. The mind of a child is, you know, because the mm. kid figures it out. He's like, somebody erased that shit. And uh, he's like, that's got to be it. Look at that. We wouldn't have thought of that. We trust too much in each other. You know, this kid doesn't know anything about us. He has the objectivity to go, someone erase that shit. Like, I love Yoda. I love the way he handles the younglings. He's known as like the greatest teacher in the galaxy. Um, he's a, he plays a role in the high Republic, which I love. Um, and much larger in phase two than in phase one, phase one, he's on some mysterious trip that nobody knows where he is. And everyone's like, Oh, I miss, I miss Yoda. Even though I've never met him, he's just such a guiding light. We all, we all need Yoda around. Uh, Mm. and then like, ah, he was just going around doing stuff. I don't. I, we have no idea what he was doing. I have no idea what he was doing. Uh, but and what's phase one? Like, how old have we, would he have? Like, phase one from... is about a hundred and fifty to two hundred two hundred years before the Phantom Menace. So, oh, so he's still about six or seven hundred. Like, still he's, old. he's okay, late. It's not life. like young life. Okay, yeah. No, okay. no, 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 no. Hmm. Like, it's it's just before the Phantom Menace. I think he's like seven hundred would be my guess. Um, and then phase two, he'd be six hundred. Um, okay. and that's conservative. He might be even older. Um, but, yeah, uh, no, he's, he is that dude, you know, you don't, you know, we, we were talking about Mace Windu whenever we got to him, you know, like you don't mess with Mace Windu, you know, or maybe that it was actually someone else. Um, it was a high Republic, someone that you're like, yeah, you don't mess with, with this guy. Um, he's Lo- was it Loden? Loden great storm. Yeah. Yeah. Load. And then I'm like, Mace is, you know, he's kind of like that, but then we're like, well, actually Yoda, you know, he's kind of like, like the that. actual yeah. top dog. Yeah. He's like, that's the dude you don't mess with, but okay. Well, um, I'm a pattern kind of person. Um, mm. and I, 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 I probably figured, uh, where it's going, but this, this is where Din Jaren is for me. And I think at seven, then where, huh? yeah, at seven, I think your explanation kind of works better. Like, I think truly Din is above Grogu. Like if, like character wise, if I'm looking at them individually, yeah, Din. I, I from seasons one and two, I'm attaching to Din more than I am Grogu. I'm attaching to Grogu season one because I wanted to eat him. <laughs> season two because I got over it and I just accepted how cute he was, and that's you know cute baby moments. That's so funny. Um, so, but you know, Din, we season actually get two just had some gems, man. Yeah, it did. I don't really know. Did. Season two, and I, I'm kind of, I don't know why. I, I'll back on my ranking, I, I said one, two, and then three. I don't know kind of what I was on there. Season, like, I'm, I'm, and I go back to episodes. The episodes I go back to now are all, like, season two. Like, yeah. I, go, I don't know. I go back to those. Those are just, they're just they're, They had an even more fun adventure of the week style. They're better looking. It's just, like, there's that part in episode two, the... That'll always be one of my favorite comfort episodes of The Mandalorian, uh, the the passenger with Frog Lady. Um, where at the beginning they're getting ambushed by bounty hunters and they set up that like pull, the rope pull that makes him flip his speeder and Grogu goes flying and he has to go he has to protect him. He lands on yeah. the ground and uh but then the guy holds Grogu at like knife point and he says he'll trade him his jetpack for Grogu and he sets Grogu down and the way he like runs over with his arms up to Din and he's like, dad, you know, like it's so precious. And then, uh, Din sends him flying and Grogu looks up at him like, dad, you know, yeah, like, it's just, just so cute. 
lets out a laugh, I think. Like, I think he yeah. actually, like, oh, laughs okay. at it or something. Like, oh, oh yeah. They're... And then Din, like, shrugs, you know? Like, there's there's, there's nothing like that in the third. See? That. That's just random junkers coming up to them and tattooing. That, that would be something that happened to him off screen in mm-hmm. season three. That he'd be like, yeah, I got jumped by jumpers, and they almost took my jetpack, and then I flew him up in the air. But we see that, and we see how Grogu reacts. We see how Din wants to protect Grogu, you know? And it's like, he's he's... You in that scene alone, it's just more for fun and more just funny. But you see that Din knows exactly what he's doing. He's done this probably so many times before. Not with the jetpack; it's new to him. But he's he's like, "This is easy. yeah, you can have my jetpack. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Easy trade." He this dude was de- we knew that that dude was dead from the jump. You know, like, the way they kick off season two and and like the kid, the guy who they meet to find Mandalorians. He's like, uh, "I'm looking for Mandalorians." He goes like, "This is." This is no place for a child. And he goes, where he, where he, where I go, he goes. And the guy goes, so I've heard, you know, like they're, the duo is legendary, you know, like they, mm-hmm. people know Din and his little baby friend, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, there was just something different that they, they lost between seasons, I feel like. And, uh, like in, and, uh, Higgs Mayfield, uh, Bo, Bo, I was about to say Bo Burnham, um, <laughs> Bill Burr. Um, you know, like, oh, I thought you were this other guy, you know, and like not being a, like being more afraid of, I guess he d- doesn't really, I guess maybe have a past with, with Boba, but like people are afraid, like Din is like known, like that's, you know, Mando. He's just, he that's is Mando. The Mando. There's yeah. No like, other Mandalorian that is Mando. Yeah. And you know I think partially that was because they kept their numbers in secret and he was the, he was just the best of them. So he was just the one that was always out doing the bounties, you know, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that's home the best guy yeah, for him. Going around everywhere and then obviously gets the big shiny suit that everyone sees and that everyone's jealous of, you know, and everyone's like, ah, but man, yeah, it's just I'll never, I love it, man. I loved in and those first two seasons, there's just it's just packed with moments that I could point to and go, this is why I loved in. This is why I loved in. In season three, there's like one of them, and it's the I pledge myself to you until your song is written, you know, and I will adopt him as my own. That's it. That's like all. That's like all season three gave us, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, there's not a lot of great character moments, and I. I a lot of great character moments for Bo, but uh, I miss my boy Din. I miss my boy Din, and I don't think we got—I don't think we got enough of him. But nevertheless, I hope, I I hope next pick. season's a little different for him, and I think it—I think it will be. They—they've heard the gripes. There's no way that they're like—I I feel like they just needed to get this season done. They were mm-hmm. like, we just need to set all this up. Now it's all set up. We can do what we want to do now. Um, we'll get back to you know people used to complain like. Oh, we need to go on a mission to save blah, blah, blah. Nope, no. Can you get us some, an egg to actually, uh, oh, no, baby Yoda drank all the, like, it was, everyone seemed like it was just very formulaic, and they went on the same mission every time, or, like, a side story. But it's like, that's what was, I don't know. I I want more side stories. I want more frog ladies. I want more, um, I don't know, what else was, like, just a sick side story. The marshal when he goes and helps Cobb Vanth with the fucking yeah. crate dragon. The prisoner episode that doesn't matter at all. That's like a complete contained episode. That's just sick. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's... And it ends up rolling back around to be important with the believer in season two. Like that's 
That's the kind of stuff you can gain from having stories like that is you can go, wait, why can't we just bring this guy back for this part of the season? And it'll make sense. You know, like love that sort of shit. I love that sort of shit. But uh, yeah, season two is just full of gems like that, you know, uh, blowing up the Imperial base on Navarro and do, doing all that shit. Like it's a lot of fun. It's a I lot know of fun. It's that base was there. That's where Gideon was. I don't know. That's, that's just a, a thing I didn't really think about before. Mm. I don't know. Not doesn't bode well for armorer in my mind. Mm. Um, but that's another conversation. Well, I'm waiting on that. I need to I need to let that conversation rest for a little bit. <laughs> been, I've been too much. Yeah, a lot that. of our a lot of our Mandalorian season 3 conversations have come around to the same point eventually. So. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, 7 uh <laughs> Dinjarin, that's a good that's a good spot for him, you know. I li- I like that. Uh my seven, my seven here gives me the second character in my top ten, who you've already said previously. Uh, this is where I have Han Solo. Uh, love me was some for Han me last Solo. time. Wow, at seven, so he just kind of re- went up and I don't know, getting the same flowers still, mm. which is good. Yep, um, no, I had him at two last year, dropped down to seven. Uh, not because I like Han Solo any less, just because I like a bunch of characters more now. It's all that happened, you know. I love love me some Han Solo. I think that uh, there's something about the guy that's so endearing, you know. The the uh, hesitant hero as how as how I've always referred to him, you know. You know, uh, Kira's conversation mm-hmm. with him at the end of Solo. I know who you are. You're the good guy. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not. No, way, not me. Me? Yeah, I love no. that shit. I mm-hmm. love that shit. It makes me so happy, you know, when he comes back and he's the one that shoots Darth Vader off of Luke's tail and Luke makes mm-hmm. the run to the Death Star, you know. Han's the one who leads yeah. the ground assault on Endor and he ends up doing a whole bunch of shit for the Rebellion, you know. And obviously, my pinnacle, the the cherry on top for Han is his relationship with Leia. I love, I love them mm-hmm. together. And uh, the way that he he needed to leave Hoth before the base got attacked. He needed to leave to go back because he needed to pay off a bounty he had on his head for Jabba. And he refuses to go until Leia says goodbye to him. It's like, until until I'm satisfied with your goodbye, I'm not fucking leaving. You know, uh, I, I absolutely adore them, you know. And uh, there's this bit in the, in the book Bloodlines where... Uh, dramatically Leia's uh, parentage is revealed that her, to the Senate at large. It was a secret that they were Darth Vader's kids um, mm-hmm. in the in the age of the New Republic. And it comes out when she's running for like mm-hmm. the biggest spot in the New Republic that she's Darth Vader's child and nobody's going to vote for her anymore after that. Yeah. And everyone's like, well, how like does Han know? Of course Han knows. You know, like everyone's like, does Han know? I told him the day after I found out. And guess what? He didn't give a fuck. You know, like that's that's the kind of guy Han is. You know, whenever he whenever he heard that news, he was off on some adventure because that's Han can never rest. He he came to Leia's side, stayed with her on Coruscant or uh, yeah, on Coruscant for a couple of days or Hosnian Prime at the time. Came to Hosnian mm-hmm. Prime. And just laid in bed with her for a couple of days, like everything's gonna be okay, you know. I got you. I'm right here. Hell yeah. So he was always there if she needed him, and uh, even if it wasn't always where he wanted to be, he always he was always there if she needed him. And I think that's a 
it's something that I always appreciate about Han. He's a guy who can't rest, but is willing mm-hmm. to rest for the ones he loves. And I think that's a, and a sign always, of a good man. And he's always, I always love him trying to like scramble out his way out of a deal or like squeam his way out. Like, oh no, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll pay a triple next time for sure. You know, uh, yeah, that money's good. That money's good. I got it. Yeah, right here. Let me go get it for you. I've been, I've been actually meaning to pay you back. Actually, I've been glad that you came here. A perfect timing, but no, um, the I know. I haven't you know. made a deal with Conja Club. <laughs> Tell that to Conja Club. Mm. It's one of my Dude's favorite getting, little exchanges in The Force Awakens. Dude's getting frozen in carbonite, you know, and doesn't even say I love. It doesn't even say I love you. It just I know. That's it. it uh, and that's that's such a great character moment too, just because the entire, like I said, the beginning of the movie on Hoth. It's spe- his efforts are to make leia say that he wants leia to say i love you he's he's doing it in everything but words you know he's saying he's saying i love you in every way he knows how beyond actually saying it and then when the time comes and han's about to die and leia thinks she might never see him again she wants to make sure he knows i love you and he goes it's essentially a you don't need to worry like mm-hmm. you don't need to worry about that. I know you do. It's mm-hmm. like it's a. Uh, I know, I, yeah, I know like, a lot of people like to dismiss it as like mm-hmm. a. Oh, that's a dick move. Not a, you know, it's not why don't you like, No, it's not cocky. It's not. Yeah, no, no. I think it's it's a little bit of both. You know. It, oh yeah, but, but like mainly it's, it's in character. Yeah, yeah. It's him. It's him reassuring her that he's aware that she loved him, and it, it's it's enough to go to know he loved her back. You know, like I think that's a. Uh, a really powerful moment you know and uh the way he gets to exchange it in return of the jedi whenever he goes uh she saves him or she got shot in the shoulder and then these two troopers come up behind him and uh he like puts his hands up and she like flashes the gun he goes i love you (laughs) i love Uh, that shit i love that shit Uh, so han solo at seven had to have it love the Hmm. guy all right well moving on we got a character here who's already at six, and man, I don't know. After this um, cast that we're doing, and then her actual show coming up, she could go even higher. Uh, but right now, Ahsoka Tano uh, is chilling at six for me right now. Um, Love that. And the the Clone Wars rewatch, or like the cast is definitely helping this. Um, I've always loved Ahsoka. She she's always seemed like the the audience's voice in the show to me all the time. Like she would always say the things that I'd be like screaming at the, you know, or like internally screaming like, Oh my God, how aren't you guys have seen it this way? And she's like, Oh, well wait, we're not going to be able to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, thank you, Ahsoka. That's what exactly what I was going to say. And it's like, that's just how they, I know, write her character. Um, but I don't know. She's from the start, just so cute and, and innocent. And also like keeps them in check. Like the, the Jedi council, like, a lot of times she's the one that's right, and then Anakin's like, all right, well, yeah, you, you're right, but I won't say that you are, you know, and it worked out all well, And but, like, she's very crucial, and then as she ages, you know, we haven't gotten to the, whenever she leaves the Jedi Order yet and rewatching that, but, mm. I mean, I, you know, that's her main storyline here, and, like, just to make that decision on her own, you don't, you don't get many Jedi, like, I don't know. We just don't get that storyline often at all. Right. Like when leaving the order and actually being like, no, you guys don't do things right here. Like something's off and you guys don't see it. And she's totally right. They handled her so bad. Like, mm. like the, the sequence of events that led to her leaving, like makes perfect sense. But oh. even 
like without that, like she could have just she saw the flaws and and kind of like how the council functioned, you know, not just directly like to her. She was just like, I, I don't know, this just isn't isn't what I want to be a part of right now. Mm. Uh, and and man, I can't. I just I don't know what I'm expecting at all for this show, but like. I'm just strapping in and going for the ride. Like, I don't know. I'm just, whatever is going to happen is, is going to happen. And with the world between worlds, I just don't even know what that can bring. And I don't know right. who, these, who these new dark, you know, users are. I don't know um, what they're bringing to the game, if, how big Thrawn's going to be. But but no, I'm I'm ecstatic for, for Ahsoka. Um, and I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm itching. To get back to or just new, more new Star Wars, but mm. um, I, don't know, I, I can wait till August. You know, we we all we'll right. get the we'll have the Clone Wars and Rebels in between then to rewatch. So we'll be I all right. That. I love that. No, yeah, I'm I'm super excited, and I, I of course I will have her in this episode as well. Um, mm. but now I'm sitting in a spot. You got five characters left, or six six characters left: zero, one, two, three, four, and five. And I off the top of my head can easily think of five of them. Mm-hmm. But I'm having a trouble. I'm having trouble with the six. And I don't know if I'm just miscounting or if I'm, I think, I think I got it. I think I got it, but I'm excited to hear mm-hmm. um, regardless. Uh, my six, this is where I dig into the uh, animation bag as well. Uh, this is where I have the mom of the group, Hera Sindela. I, uh, I was wondering where she would fall for you. Hera. Yeah. Yeah. Love me some Sindula. Hera. Climbed, climbed, climbed the list this year. I had her uh, last year. Didn't have her low by any means. Had her at fifteen last year. But this is one of those ones that benefited from me actually starting that Rebels rewatch. And I was like, I already had her high. I already had her just outside the top ten. And then I was like, (laughs) ah, you know what? She is what caused the problem. Where I was like, oh fuck, I need eleven in my top ten. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh she she was the one who I was like, oh no, I need I need to cuz I didn't want to leave Omega out. She was the one that I was like, I guess I could, but I don't want to. You know, I was like uh yeah. cuz she was my gut. She was the one I went with at 10 originally and I was like, ah, but you know, that it is what it is. And uh it's led me here. I have Hera above Han, above Yoda, above Din. Uh I love Hera Syndulla, man. She's uh I, and this rewatch of Rebels is just really really keyed me in on why i love that character so much you know there's this uh just from the jump when you're introduced to that character the way she's calling kane in love and she's like you know mm-hmm. ezra and zeb are like arguing and zeb and ezra like look at each other and they're like she like comes to the back of the ship she goes what is going on and and they go he started it like in unison and it's like she is so the mom they oh, yeah. they are afraid to make Hera mad you know and uh Mm-hmm. I love that she is uh she's the contact to the rebellion, you know, she is the reason that uh this is even sort of connected to the rebellion at large, which I really enjoy. And uh definitely one of the best pilots in the galaxy, man. She's the shit and I'm mm-hmm. so excited to see that uh uh that role be played by uh Mary Elizabeth Winstead, is that her name? Uh let's see and yep, Mary Elizabeth yep. Winstead on the yeah, money. Right. Got it. That's uh Ewan McGregor's wife in real life. Uh also, by the way. Yo. Um, yeah. So Obi-Wan and Hera Syndulla married canonically in real wow. life. Look at uh, that. Huh. Yeah, That's pretty cool. badass. 
But okay. uh, yeah, uh, love me some Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Can't wait to see what she does with that role. I've loved her and pretty much everything I've seen her in since Scott Pilgrim versus the world fucking 13 mm. years ago now. So, uh, very live excited. Ghost, dude. Is it the ghost? Is it the ghost? Like for sure? Do we know? Or is that she's piloting? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming the ghost is around in the rise of Skywalker. I don't see why I sure it wouldn't be around so. here. I sure, sure hope they're not just like waiting to reveal that or like, I don't know. Like it has to be, I, I want to see what that thing looks like in real, like, and is it, does it have like the detachment, you know, the, the, the little, it's yeah, the phantom. Yeah. Like I, I want to see that happen and just like, I want to see that happen in live action just so bad. I don't know. I'm sure I just, we will, man. Yeah. I, I will, I, I'm uh, confident we will. I love, I love me some Hera. I love her relationship to the entire ghost crew, but that relationship to Kanan specifically is just mm. so meaningful. You know, there's this moment at the end of, uh, at the end of season one where Kanan got captured by the inquisitors and, uh, they, they had to leave. Kanan was like, you guys have to go. Hera goes, that's not an option. And he goes, no, you have to go. And she ultimately decides that's what's best, but they know they're going to come back. Mm-hmm. And when they do and they save him, the way they reunite, there's like a moment, you know. They never make it, like, official that Kanan and Hera are in love, but you obviously know they are. Like, it's yeah. it's such oh, an yeah. interesting way to write a story uh, mm-hmm. because there's this moment where Zeb, Ezra, and Sabine, like, take a step back whenever Kanan walks into the room with, uh, with uh, Hera. And she just walks up to him and like gives him like a really big hug. And then they look and they look back to the doorway and it's like Zeb, Ezra and Sabine, like peeking around the corner, like <laughs> uh, mom and dad are hugging, you know, like it's just uh, <laughs> so cute. Yeah. You know, they, uh, whenever Zeb and Ezra go on their little Melu run, get away, mm-hmm. Hera sends them on a, go find some Melu runs, which they were not supposed to be able to find. And then they ultimately steal a tie fighter and stuff. Uh, mm. There's this moment where Kanan goes, uh, Man, it's so nice when the kids are away. And she's like, ah, I know. You know, like it's just a, I, I just love uh, the dynamic, man. The ghost crew is just my favorite. And Hera is a big reason why I love that crew. So I have her very high up here at six. Oh, yeah. And, and she's only, only going to climb for me, definitely. That's for sure. She's, I mean, down, let's see. Where's my Rebels crew? There's my Rebels crew at 23. Ooh, goat number. Uh, 23, 23 years old also right now. That's, that's kind of cool. Didn't realize that. 2023. Um, this is, this is her year. Uh, maybe, maybe that, maybe, you know, it's Ahsoka in the, in the name, but who knows? Maybe Hera's coming out like the actual badass of the show. Blasting. Um, so, but yeah, she's, she's definitely gonna, gonna see a rise and, and a Rebels rewatch. I mean, I'd say will only increase Kanan and, and Ezra as well. Like the whole Rebels crew. So, um, but yeah, it's gonna be. It's going to be just so different. Like, the thing is, is that we're not just getting them, like, in live action. We're getting, like, the same voices in live action, too. It's like, we'll, we'll hear the same thing that we heard in the show, too. And, like, that's, I don't know. It's the same person, you know? It's like, it'll just feel so familiar and so, mm-hmm. ah. Well, um, for Zeb. Did, well, Sabine, is, isn't that the? Mm, no. Wait, actually uh. not? No, the only one from the Ghost Crew who's actually the the same as the voice actor is Wait a Zeb. Minute. Then who um, did I who did I hear? Tia Sarkar was the voice for Rebels, and it's Natasha Lou Borzito who will be playing her yeah. in live action. Amanis Fondi oh. is playing Ezra in live action, whereas uh oh, I can't remember. Uh, I can't or is remember. It just Thrawn and and Thrawn and Zeb. And Zeb is that and really Bo-Katan? it? Um. 
Thrawn, Zeb, Bo-Katan. Yeah, yeah Bo. Trying to think. Yeah, I guess maybe that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, everyone else getting played by a new character, uh, getting played by a new actor, um, which is, uh, you know, sometimes sometimes that's for the best. Other times, you know, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm excited to I'm excited to see how it goes. Um, just because you know, I don't think uh, roles should necessarily belong to any one person. Mm. I think it's nice for these characters to be the passed character. on, and something yeah. new gets done with them. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think it's a nice policy to have. But you know, I can also see how I'd certainly be a little pressed if I was the voice of an actor or voice of a character, and then I'm also an on-screen actor. And then, and then not offered the role. Then they're not offered the role. I'd feel a certain type of way about that for sure. But uh Yeah, no, and I want to give I want to give Hera her props here too. I believe that is Vanessa Taylor, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. It was Taylor Gray for Ezra. Vanessa Marshall. Yeah. Vanessa Marshall is. for Hera Sindela. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um she's done a lot I of guess. great stuff. And uh and another yeah, Hera well, in Lego Star Wars. Um, Nicole Oliver. Apparently, we have three Haras. Hey, um, <laughs> so didn't didn't know it was different. In wait, Lego Star Wars. She's in. I wonder which Lego Star Wars that is. Probably the newest one. The newest one. Yeah, that would have to be. I'd assume. Yeah, they kind of have um, all the shits going on over there. There's yeah. a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. In that game, yeah. but uh, but Hera, man, already at six. That's I don't know. Yeah, no, I love me some Hera. You know, and like you saw how much higher she was. She was already. 30 spots higher than everybody else in the ghost crew. Um, and then she jumped <laughs> yeah. to about 35 or 40 spots higher. Um, All right. Well, I mean, now these people, they were, they were hard to put one over the other, you know, like getting here. It's like, wow. I don't like all of these people are just big, big people that it's, it's hard to put one over the other, but it had to be done in some way. And for me, is where Obi-Wan Kenobi is falling. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hello there. But yeah, I don't know. This is this is our, our space dad. You know, we just got we got Hera, our Space Mom. She I'd say who else? Who else in, in all of Star Wars could be like maybe Padme? Know. But, but even not then, really. you know, like she didn't Still, she not really mom like she was didn't really have be, any kids. You know? Yeah, Hat was going to have children, but never mm-hmm. we never got to see her as a mom. Yeah, you know maybe Baru, um, Shmi, but even then, I think I think Hera's our yeah, optimal think, choice here yeah, for mo- no. the, the mom of the mom of the group, and I think Obi Wan is probably the optimal dad of the group as well. So maybe Bale. Have any kid? Well, I guess maybe Cal. That's what a lot of people are thinking that Cal is the lost son of Obi Wan and Corky uh, Kreese. Uh, yeah, but uh, well, Corky is possibly the brother of people. Think that Corky's not actually Cal; that that's just a brother. Ah. Um, and they were, I don't know. Um, Love that. Love but that. I, that, that it could, I guess I don't know. Maybe there. I don't even know if there was anything in the new the game that just got released there with Obi Wan. I think I don't know. I've, I've, I haven't really looked into it at all. Um, but, I have. There's nothing with Obi Wan. Yeah, d- didn't think so. I wouldn't think they'd go there, but. Um, but no, this is this is Obi Wan, not Cal Kestis. Um, Obi, but I guess Duchess, you know, coming up. Hey, natural. That's that's, that's part of his storyline, and that's that's always what we say is our our poor boy, our word, poor boy, uh, just I just gone the Jedi Order, gone through it, and and we see him. We go to Tatooine to leave, you know, sit there for a little bit, and he comes back a freaking whack space 
you know, just old wizard man that just the first line that we get from Obi-Wan ever is like the, you know, like what the, you know, he's coming in and doing the great dragon screech. Yeah. But then he comes in and he throws out the hello there. Yeah. Gives Luke the history. Oh, I fought with your father in the Clone Wars. And the force is a, uh, uh, it surrounds us. All around us. It us. It binds us. Gosh. This is a lightsaber. You know, the weapon of the Jedi Order. <laughs> like what he did, but but my Obi-Wan will forever be Ewan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, that's just who I grew up with. I love Alleghenies. You know, I, I'm not, I don't hate Alleghenies at all. I don't like his performance is bad at all or anything. No, he established, yeah, just, you know, a prequel, he, baby. he established some, some very important things, told Luke some very important details, you know, got everyone in the kind of up and running in Star Wars established I don't know but but you and that's that's just that's who I grew up with um and that's that's who I was fighting my brother all the time um I liked his you were my brother his yeah I had the high ground that's what made me break my leg actually me being Obi-Wan Kenobi made me break my leg because I was up on the couch and I had the high ground we put pillows on the floor to have be acting like the little floaty things Mm. Um, that were floating in the lava in the lava river. Um, and then my brother was standing on one and I jumped and, you know, was like making a move and trying to look cool and land on the other one and like pose, you know, when I landed and then I just landed on my legs so wrong that, uh, and I was, I guess I was like nine or seven. I don't know how old I was, but like I, I snapped my femur in half, uh, completely. So I I guess maybe I just should have drank a little more milk uh, as a kid. (laughs) Um, but, but yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi's a little responsible for breaking my leg. You know, the high ground. <laughs> maybe maybe it's not all that. You know, the high gr- Well, I guess I should have just stayed on the high ground now that yeah, I think about it. It ground. is all that. Um, I, 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 I learned a very valuable lesson that day. Um, don't jump off the couch. That. Yeah, it is all that, actually. Um, so, yeah, Obi-Wan knows what he's talking about. But he's, he's, our, he's, the, yeah, he's just space dad. Space Jesus, space dad dad jokes out the ass all the time and um i don't know if it could have just been obi-wan ahsoka and anakin all just staying together you know everything would have been all right yeah i like to think that too but we didn't quite get that um no yeah i'll I'll, I'll absolutely have obi-wan kenobi here before long uh the end of the freaking movie like dave filoni's whatever movie mandoverse movie force ghost anakin ahsoka and obi-wan it's the, like or maybe it's just force ghost to everyone but i like you know it's like the, like ahsoka's like fine like i'm assuming she's gonna die yeah. at some point god god you so. know you should you got to um and like yeah it'd just be nice to to see everyone's force ghost um just chilling together i don't know maybe they're just Looking, just sitting together. I don't know. Just we don't even see what they're talking about. We just see that they're together, and that's enough. I don't know. That's yeah, all I that'd need. That'd be nice. That'd be um, nice. But yeah, I don't know. Obi Wan Kenobi. A lot, so many me- memeable moments through this guy. You know that we got General um, Kenobi. Hello and, there. And even in the Clone Wars, you got the in the Benevolence arc. We got the inverse yeah. of it, which was yeah. sick. Um, <laughs> General Grievous. And, Hello uh, there. Man, but yeah, Obi-Wan, he's... You are my uh, brother, Anakin. It would say that you would destroy the Sith, not join them. I won't always hurt. 
yeah, Ewan's got one of the best performances in all of Star Wars, and I will absolutely be getting back around to Obi-Wan mm-hmm. Kenobi mm-hmm. a little bit later on. But in the meantime, another one of the greatest performances in all of Star Wars here at My Five, Diego Luna as Cassian Andor, uh, climbing this list. Very, very early on in this character's being. Okay. Uh, Andor and Rogue One. I love this guy. The the journey he's already gone on. Just in Andor Season 1 and Rogue One. Incredible. The fact that he actually goes on a journey in both of those things Mm. to realize himself is incredible. You know, like... uh, not a lot of not a lot of characters are capable of that kind of growth in two separate things and f- the evolutions of themselves. Like that's just so compelling. And uh, Diego Luna performs that role so fucking well. Um, I've always always just love, it's, dude. It's I love this role, and I love it's this unreal character. that we got that. You know, I still kind of in in a little like we really have like Andor's a real show. That's like that. too good to be true, man. And that's been the report the last couple of days as Diego Luna said just the other day that Andor season one like, felt too good to be true. Like that's, they, maybe that's why it's in my head. Yeah, hmm. I, I think I did see that. Yeah, it's just man, it it, it really like we really got that. We like, got was, that. That is something that exists. It that wasn't even the now. thing that I was excited for at all. Mm. It was like Obi Wan was the the hype. You know, like they really like that's what I'm waiting for. Mm. Obi Wan, you know. And or I mean, sure, I'll watch it at Star Wars, but like, I don't oh, really man. know what it's that and then like, oh my god, like yeah, um, so yeah, I don't, it's gonna be, it's it's gonna be really interesting to see what we get in season two, um, but man, even Everything if they just do half, over. if they just do half of what they did, it's still gonna be it's still gonna incredible. be fucking incredible, like, dude. Like yeah, I'm so it excited have to be season one, no, um, at no. all. But, but yeah, I I, I, lo- think... I love me. Love me some Cassian. And yeah. uh, I think that uh, the journey in season one from the sort of Jin Urso arc, you know, it's not a problem if you don't look up, uh, turning into, don't you want to fight these bastards for real? And he joins Luthen there on a ship at the end and he's ready to leave Ferrix again yeah. uh, alongside Luthen. Fucking incredible. And then, yeah. in, and then in Rogue One to be in a place where he's blindly doing things for the rebellion, just doing... You know, he he says he says to Jen, you know, I've always thought that any time after I've killed a man or done these terrible things that I was doing it for the right cause. And the thing that makes me realize this is the right cause is you. You know, what you've said has made me realize that this is what I need to do and I will follow I will follow you there. And uh, yeah, man, uh, do you think anybody's listening? You know, that moment on the beach there when he says your your dad would have been proud to you, proud of you. I think he likes to think that because he likes to think his mom would have been proud of him, you know, that Marvel would have been proud to him, proud of him in that moment. And that's kind of just the, the way that prequel has recontextualized his story is impeccable. It's just so well done. And uh, love Cassie Andor, love Diego Luna, yeah. had to have him at five here. It's a gold mine of characters mm. in Rogue One. Like, just give a show to any of them. <laughs> I don't know, just, you can give a show to Luthen, you can give a show to Saw, you could give a show to Marva, you could give a show to fucking Brasso, um, and I'd, like, I'd watch the shit yeah, out of that. Yeah. Um, Bix? Like, literally, any character, I'm like, I just, I am so invested in those characters, and that's the difference of the show, is that other shows I'm invested in the main characters, the people who I'm supposed to be in the side characters, support them, but 
the side characters of Andor don't feel like supporting roles. Like it, it is, I don't know. Cassian is still the main character, but it, but Bix, Kino, Senta, Vel, Luthen, Mon Mothma, like all these people feel so important to the story. Like without, like without all of them, the story just wouldn't, wouldn't work as well. Um, but Cassian's is just the arc that keeps like, his arc is just so good. Like, I don't know. Everyone else's arc is great, but Cassian's is just, I don't know. I don't know how, how they're going to top it. It's going to be near impossible, but, but I don't know. That's, that's what we said during the watch of Andor itself. So I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm keeping the expectations low, but keeping them open for, uh, for, cause I, I think they are cap- like they, sh- they have proved that they are capable of actually doing great storytelling with great visuals with great with great everything they can do it mm. um so no reason they can't do it again um but not not fully expecting it to happen but but yeah okay wow top number five yeah it, ah it just doesn't feel right having him out of my top 10 now like he like r r2 was the one that i'm like do sacrifice. i yeah, yeah do i do i sacrifice what do i sacrifice that would be everything in andor you know? that, that would be an everything sacrifice to put r2 out of the top 10 i don't know um but he i don't know i'd say he's he's on his on his way up to to top five i can't i can't hold you there man i, lo- I love that choice yeah. uh yeah. but yeah had to have cassian andor here it's just that he's so quickly easily become one of my favorite characters like there there you you mentioned the question of like uh you know what came into play was like the amount of time you've spent with the character and for me that the i, I that didn't even it's enter a, my mind it's honestly like, more impressive with cassian yeah. that we don't have as much time spent with him and he is so impactful already yeah. so honestly it's maybe more like more of a reason that i should have him higher up instead of keeping him down for a well little bit, what's but. what's interesting is post there's a possibility that post season two of Andor, he will be the character with the most screen time in the history of Star Wars. You know, like uh, in terms of actual minutes spent on screen, the main character really? of an hour-long TV show weekly, it's got to be, it's got to be adding up uh, for him. You know, okay. I could see. Yeah. Tw- oh, okay. Now that you put it that way, that's true. Because I'm like, man, out of the movies, no way. But then it's like, well, the movies are only two, couple three hours. Out- hour, two, yeah. not three. Uh, I'd be know. willing to bet Luke Skywalker has two hours, two and a half hours total of screen time. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Even though he's been in four fucking movies, like that's a just a different ball game. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. Cassie and Android five here. Hell yeah! All right. Well, moving on. Uh, this is quite a big, big character here. And and after the the sequel, um, sequel rewatch, um, she has climbed even higher um, for me. And this is where I have. And man, it it sucks the the people who come right after her. And I, <laughs> but it's just it's just how it how it happened to be. But this is where I have Leia, um, and just an absolute. We don't deserve Leia in Star Wars, right? Um, like it's she's too good. Like her, like just being like, yeah, I don't, I don't need a lightsaber. You know, I don't, I don't need to be a Jedi. I'm cool right where I am, and I'm sticking to that. I'm turning that. You know, like she trained with Luke and everything, and she got through, you know, some of the process and all, and that's sick. I, w- I want to see just, 
I don't know, an animation episode with both of them just training. Just, I don't know, a short of just a little lesson that they had together just to see a young Luke and Leia training together. I think that'd be amazing. Um, but no, she's, she doesn't need all that. She is Leia Organa on her own. And she was like that from birth. Like we saw in Obi-Wan Kenobi, her at, at a young, young age, already having that fiery spirit in her and mm. learning, you know, gaining all of her experience, you know, that, that she'll eventually grow into and what we see her, see her as and the legend that she becomes, you know, like honestly, probably more legendary than Luke Skywalker on, in the universe. Like Luke did some, some crazy stuff, but wasn't really seen a whole lot. You know, it's like a, more of a he, mythical, yeah, more, entity. more of a myth. But Leia, like, she's there, and they saw her do the work and like actually mm-hmm. like command these armies. You know, like she's doing it. Um, just a, uh, I know you'll have a whole lot to say on Leia. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm, I won't speak so, on it here. Um, I got. So, I got yeah. Leia later, of course. Um, if but, you know um, me, you know she is not in any of the next four spots. Um. But man, her, whenever, like, she's already, just the, the, whenever the blanket goes, you know, or, or, like, everyone's reaction to see, like, hearing the news that she was gone, like, Chewie, I think that's the worst, honestly. Whenever, like, Chewie finds oh, out, he drops to his knees, and, like, I'm like, oh, fuck, holy and shit. And the way that Poe and Finn, as soon as they hear, the, the way they turn to Chewie, yeah, like, they know, instantly they know like, it's going to affect him the most. And that, like, the way that I think it's like, it's either Finn or Poe that delivers the line. Like, they hear it and they turn, they, he goes, Chewy. Like, yeah. oh, like, oh no. Like, uh, buddy, that one like, hurts. Uh, that one hurts bad. Um, and it happens you? at the moment Ray stabs Kylo. And, mm-hmm. like, the way she goes, <gasps> like, you, she yeah. can feel it. She can feel that force leave. Pretty and sure R2 was right there, right at her bedside, I'm pretty yep, sure. Yep, he was. I think. So, was. Uh, speaking yep. of where R2 is during these very important moments in the Always Star there. Wars timeline, he's there. Always um, watching R2. But, but yeah, no, uh, I've got I've got Leia later and I'm ex- I'm excited to get there, but uh Oh yeah. I will uh I'll begin my technical top 5 at 4 here with uh with Ahsoka Tano. This is where I have Ahsoka. Uh Love that character so much, you know. I think that uh, the journey that character sees over the course of the Clone Wars and then Rebels and just what an epic story she has as far as being this, like she is, there's this title of an episode in the Clone Wars, last the last Clone Wars arc, The Phantom mm-hmm. Apprentice, instead oh. of The Phantom Menace, The Phantom Apprentice. She's the Phantom Apprentice, the one that nobody knew existed because she was Anakin's. And then then she's just lurking in the background. She helps found the rebellion and guide them on their. Like, she's the one giving Hera her missions. Like, I I forgot that in my Rebels rewatch. I knew she was important in that she was like a spy. And helped the rebellion. She is actively telling Hera what to do, which means that she is is a rebellion general before the rebellion came together, which is super fucking cool. You know, like, uh, wow. So where does, is Ahsoka only sending messages out? I cut, cause she was like Fulcrum for a time, right? Yes. Like yeah. That was her. And could you, could you, you could contact Fulcrum, but you didn't know who it was, right? Mm. Like it was the uh, people who knew, 
the people Hera who... Hera knew who it was, but only told other people that it was Fulcrum. I like uh. So if you're in contact with Fulcrum, do you know it's Ahsoka, or like, are there some people who are in contact with with Fulcrum that? Even I don't know, know if they is? necessarily know her name is Ahsoka Tano, um, but they at least know her face. They'd be able to recognize her because she doesn't hide her face during the transition transmissions. Uh, uh, oh really? It's not the like Fulcrum logo with like the distorted voice. No, well, at least not with Hera. It's uh, it had a distorted voice, but it was always a figure with her hood up, and we never saw her face. We it was just always okay angled yeah. at a way that we couldn't see her face. Um, but yeah, man, I love I love me some Ahsoka Tano. We're obviously doing that Ahsoka cast, and it's hard to consider another character who we'd even be able to do that for. You know, which is yeah. kind of yeah impressive. In and of Ahsoka's itself, is kind of the actual counter to Palpatine. Like, a if Palpatine's bit. still the one, like making all the pulling all the strings behind the scenes for you know the Sith, like Ahsoka's she's doing the her one best, doing it for the for the light. You know, mm. she's the one that's actually kind of and shit with the world between worlds. I mean, fuck, dude, that I don't know. This is this is Ahsoka is getting very interesting now, just to see how. I don't know what she's been up to. Will be very, very interesting to see how active she's been. Like, because she, it seems that she's going around herself, like um, acquiring all this information. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like she's very active in her pursuits and not like telling mm-hmm. people to go do things. Like, I feel like she's a very big part of it still herself. Um, and oh, that's this show is. I don't know. I, I think. And it's Filoni's baby, you know, Ahsoka. And I, I don't think he's. No, I don't think, think he's going to fumble the bag. Is, I think he's going to be good at this pretty one. well. I'm assuming, you know, this this is where it, it he's. This is where the fun begins. I don't feel like he really care. You know, I, he cares about Din and Grogu. You know, in, in the Mandalorian, he cares about that show, and like obviously his name's attached to it. But yeah, Ahsoka's his baby. But yeah, this is. I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a lot of love poured into that show. Um, I tend to agree. I love me some Ahsoka. Had to be here. Got her at four. All right. Well, my three, or technical four, um, is this is where I have Count Dooku um, mm. right here. So uh, quite the gap. Um, but uh, out of this 35 is, spots. Is my boy, and that's why I said it pains me to say Count Dooku after Leia. Um, but this is Count Dooku's just been... One of my favorite characters for as long as I can remember. I'm just Christopher Lee. I just, I mean, what a just a badass dude in real life, and and it's I don't fuck with Dooku like on a personal level more than Leia. Like obviously, I would side with Leia. You know, if I'm gonna fight for someone, I'm fighting for Leia. I'm not joining Dooku's fight and like I don't know. I'm not. I'm not like that. I'm not saying that at all. Um, it's just the performance and the. The I don't know the the character itself is getting is very interesting and his name's still popping up, you know. And and man, you know he's still being spoken about. Dooku, who was a Dooku was a or a, what? Uh, I don't know what he what he called him. You know, he was, uh, he was cut down at his ideas. prime. Yeah, yeah. He's uh you guys don't understand how great this guy is, but um, I don't know. Another I get like just a, le- a legendary just character that I. I mean, every time he fought, that's, I imitated, like, his little, his pose, like, that, oh, was just so nice, and so clean, so clean with it, um, little swoosh out to the side, and, you know, him actually coming up to Obi-Wan, like, while he's trapped there, and being like, hey, 
there's a dark lord. He's doing everything. So much shit is going on. Like, it's going to be so bad. We can destroy it, though, if you join me. Like, I know we can. Like, we'll be stronger together. We can do this. Like, what do you think? And it's like, well, you might have created a whole clone army behind our back, you know, and, and deleted the planet off off of our, uh, you know, our, our records and all. So maybe I don't trust you fully, you know, quite. Right. I don't know. I don't know if I can fully distrust you there. But if Obi-Wan said yes, I, I, I don't know. I don't. Intriguing I still don't. Arc. Yeah, would be would be very interesting. But 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 Dooku, he's always he's kind of like uh, Qui Gon questioning the order, but but a little more oomph behind his actions. Yeah. you know, a uh, sinister. He's, yeah, he's he's got a little little more spice, uh, you could say, uh, mm. behind him. Um, and I don't know. He's just a guy that'll that'll stay with me for quite uh, a character that'll stay with me for forever, and I'll just I'll always love and adore. But not again, not for just any particular because. reason yeah just it's his arc is cool to me and i like his the tropes Amen. that he has this performance there. Yeah, his whole kit um so yeah count dooku at number three for me i love that i love that and uh mm-hmm. at number three i'm heading over to uh to the sequel trilogy for the final time this is the protagonist this is where i have ray skywalker mm-hmm. um Love me some Ray, and she did see another rise uh, compared to last year. Last year, she was at uh, this. This was the rise of Skywalker, if you will. Uh, rose from thirteen to three, so jumped ten spots after this most recent sequel trilogy rewatch. And uh, just love that character to death, man. Um, one of those characters who, you know, it took me. Like I said, she was thirteen last year, which is for a main protagonist, not very high. You know, I had her, she made the jump over Anakin, Lando, Qui-Gon, Ahsoka, Boba, Padme, Din, Yoda, and Han. That's a lot of characters that she made the leap over compared to last year. And, uh, Oh yeah. I, uh, I love, I love her, man. I think Daisy Ridley is fantastic at performing her. And one of the things that just made me realize how much I love Ray was that announcement, you know, the announcement that she would be coming back and playing a character in the new show. I like, I read that news and I got so fucking excited and I was like, Oh my God, I, I absolutely adore this character. And I, I love this actress. Yeah. And it was, it drove me to rewatch those movies and just look at them and go, wow, I can't believe these are the movies that have destroyed pop culture modernly. Um, <laughs> it is sad. It is so sad. Like I swear if everyone was just kept off the internet, and everyone just watched it on their own with nothing going into it, you know? I, I really wonder how, how we fare there. Like It'd be different. It'd be different. But regardless, I love me some Ray. Um I think she's uh she's a wonderful character and the journey she sees is is so compelling. This uh uh you know, the the line Maz Kanata delivers to her, you know, the belonging you seek is not behind you, it's ahead. And then Ray literally responds to that line with Skywalker. Well, look at that. That's the belonging you seek. Um, yeah, she'll she'll always be she'll always be Ray Skywalker, whether or not these little pussy fuckboys want want to believe it or not. Um, is is Grogu Din Grogu, or it, is that just you know is that just a technicality actually that we're not actually going to agree is with? Leia Organa, Leia Organa. You know, is Han Solo Han Solo? Do you they know, just want to call her Ray Palpatine just so 
just to like discredit her. I don't, how does that even discredit her? Even if you like, I, I still like. It's honestly just mean. Like, is all it is. It's not like you're even discrediting her by calling her like rape. Alp- like, I don't know. No, it's just like, no, yeah, it's sure. Just, there's there's no basis for the hatred for Ray beyond misogyny. That's that's the hatred for Ray, and it's it's a shame. But uh, you know, it it is what it is. I suppose. I know that I know that I love the character. I think mm-hmm. she sees just such an incredible arc from this. You know, uh, this my this oh, what what are the scavenger scavenger on Jakku. Mm-hmm to the the rise she sees over the course of those movies to becoming the Jediest Jedi there is, you know. I, I love all of them. She all was, of them. She's all, all of the Jedi. Man, um, I, I saw a fan edit of that scene and it showed oh, with like all the, the force, force ghosts. ghosts like flashing up like when their voice lines popped up. Um or like just certain times and it's like, oh that that's I don't know, it's it's cool, cool to, to see like what fans do with stuff after after it's all made, but like that I don't know. I'm not. I don't want to discredit that scene at all because that's like, that's epic. It's yeah, still it's, yeah. That's I don't know. That, that, holy fuck. Um, the whipping out the other saber. The fact that Palpatine's destroyed by the sabers of Luke and Leia. You know that's pretty fucking hard. Um, and bury him though. I don't like. Yeah. I I never really like. I guess like put it behind. You know like I don't need the. I I I guess like. I, I never quite understood, like, why, like, I know you have your own saber now, but, like, I think, I don't know, just, like, in the new temple that you got, it'd be the coolest two fucking, you know, yeah, if you're, if you yeah. just, I don't know, like, I, that's, like, she's taking the name Skywalker, you know, and, like, having that be, like, uh, you know, like, okay, yeah, no, I, I am Ray Skywalker, and. I think I it was just more to poetically end the story where it started on on Tatooine in at the Lars homestead with Luke you know like it's just a and you know I have complicated feelings about that as well as as it pertains to Luke a lot of people are like how are you gonna bury Anakin saber and sand he hated sand fuck that I don't care about that um but that's not what I was talking about no yeah was, but that's that yeah. is that is a common complaint I uh, mean but like uh I, I Luke it's not just Anakin saber for one like it's yeah. also Luke's and like yeah. Uh, like there's also the fact that raised. you know there are valid criticisms to have with that choice in the movie. I think, and it's that's definitely not one of them. You know, Luke never really felt at home on Tatooine. For one, that could be that's a valid reason to go. This doesn't really make a lot of sense. Uh, it was mm-hmm. not Leia's home. That's another reason to go. This doesn't really make sense. Um, but uh, I, regardless, I've always enjoyed it just because it gives the yeah. movies an opportunity to end where they started there on yeah, Tatooine. Yeah. And headcanon, you know, we always thought water was going to be brought back to Tatooine. Those two lightsabers are going to sink down to the planet core, and those two kyber crystals are going to unlock, unlock something yeah. in the planet. It's going to burst the water coconut right open. Right. Um, oh, no, it's perfect. They're going to go down, and they're going to activate. Someone's going to actually turn them on, and it's going to just slice the, the water coconut that's in the inside, and all the water is going to come out. So, yeah, that Ray knew what she was doing. She's just terraforming, and the, she'll, she'll, terraforming they'll get him back. I mean, what? Wasn't in Obi-Wan we saw uh, – what was it just his saber? Was it was that the only – or wasn't there, wasn't there two? Wasn't it his saber and – like, what was the box that he un, unburied? Like in the was it just his saber and that was it I that was in there it was, was his there? and Anakin's because yeah. he ends up giving it to Luke. Yeah. So 
I'd say, like, it, they're buried there, but, like, just as easy for her to go back there and mm. sense where they are, get them back yeah. up. No, that's that's the thing, is that, like, I, I think it's more just, uh, it's a, there's the other perspective that if you are going to lay them to rest, sort of, because I think that's more, it's just kind of a closure moment for her with her two masters. You know, she was taught by Luke and Leia. Where else are you going to do this, you know? Um, where else do you lay them to oh, rest? Wait. <laughs> I was like, can't oh, do it on all. Yeah, it's literally gone. Whoops. Literally gone. Hello. Um, uh, you're not going to okay. do it on Coruscant or anything like that. You know, that's impossible. Like, yeah, so like, gonna... I, I okay. appreciate this sort of this, uh, maybe Octu or something would have been a good choice too, I think. But like, uh, and the, I, I don't know that it, I guess it's more Ray's moment. It's not, it's not Luke. In yeah, Leia's moment, there. Leia. it's it's, it's Ray's moment. That's her, her closure. Honestly, yeah, it's honestly like her birth as a Skywalker, mm-hmm. like her embracing that name, and every Skywalker that I guess Luke and, and Anakin, you know, they were both on Tatooine, came from Tat, you know. So it's just and it may be like a way of being like her new that's beginning. Far, started on I'm Tatooine, really but she's already leaving. You know, she's Pat. Yeah. Um, so I, lo- I love me some Ray, man, and I think that she's a. Uh... I, I'm excited for the future with that character. I love me some Daisy Ridley. And, I hope uh, Daisy Ridley's career just pops off after this. You know, like because sure people so. were kind of afraid to cast her after. I hope like the coming back and like it. Mm-hmm. I hope the movie just fucks really well, yeah. and I hope she kills it. Um, and like she just starts sure getting offers so. everywhere. I um, sure hope so. But yeah, that's where I've got Ray here at three. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, this is the biggest gap of them all. Uh, this mm. is where Palpatine will will fall um and it was before we added the zero it was perfectly balanced here which is nuts you had 97 and i had him at three um so it was like perfectly balanced flipped which is just nuts uh i think that that's kind of honestly like a lineup we like i know it's not they're not lining up but that's like it's actually perfectly lined up now Wait, because I had one hundred ninety nine oh, and oh, ninety eight from the bottom, so he is ninety seven. So it, oh, now it I is was actually. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, is it? Wait, no. Now you have him at two. You don't have him at three. My bad. That's my bad. Wait, so it wasn't even lined up before, actually. Anyways, no, not anyways. even before but it was three it was plus ninety seven is one hundred. It's the it's it's the sexy off. round number. As- that's where I was off. Okay, yeah, yeah there. But uh, but yeah, all your reasons for why he was so low, um, are honestly the reasons as okay, not the fascist reasons. Hold on, let me let me wait, stop wait a minute. Wait yeah, a hold minute. on, hold on, hold on. No, but uh, just all his calculations and his evilness and like I I take badass. I see, I see. You know, I I I don't like it, but man, is it just it's cool, um, to have him just know everything and be five steps ahead all the time um but then hey we just talked about ray ray's the one to actually kill him let's let's talk about you know luke we we talk luke up luke didn't kill the emperor vader didn't kill the emperor or anakin didn't kill him killed one version yeah ray ray killed him uh for good it seems you know his i mean gone that i mean come disintegration style that's his own power destroying him as well Mm -hmm. you know like um because I feel like if he was he was ready to be killed like by Ray or Kylo like he was ready to be killed by Ray and there, like I wonder what would have happened you know like 
strike me down, take your place on the strike throne. But would it have been if Ray killed Palpatine? Do you think somehow he gets in her body? You know, like he takes kind over of what and he's he not seems really to him. Ray. It's kind of what he seems to imply. Because um, I thought at first he was like, take your rightful spot. But then it was like, no, now I will. I, I guess maybe I'm I'm confusing the what he was all saying back there. Oh, and there's like, also the idea that like the way he says he is all the Sith. I think that's just kind of what he meant for Rey. Like, uh, he would enter her and there and all the Sith would be her now. It would, like, it would still be... Oh, okay. Because, you know, Plagueis isn't Palpatine, you know, in the way that... Uh, like, that's that's the thing, is that, like, I don't think it's literally a transfer of consciousness into the body. It's just kind of like, you will take my place and do what we sought with my bloodline and all that stuff. Um just like strike me down take the throne no like i just don't get like even like that's just not a good plan like kill me and then do all the sith stuff that you're meant to do she'd be killing him out of hate and like killing him out of the hate of what he is you know mm-hmm. like if she did she shouldn't have, she shouldn't kill him you know because it would be out of hate whatever again or whatever i honestly I, I fuck with her just actually slicing his head off you know like just being like all right let's right. Just get this over with but like, um, like I think like if she does kill him, what what then makes her be like, yes, I will stay on the Sith throne and I will carry out the Sith once and and stuff yeah, like that. Well, like he wasn't even close that makes to that. Go, it must be some sort of ritualistic thing where he would literally enter her body. Uh, like they're on Exegol. Like yeah. they are. In, they, they there is some Sith power there. Like <sighs> that's why. That's why I like no way Palpatine is like strike me down, you know, kill me. He, that cool. that's his version of like strike me down I'll be, I'll become more powerful than you could ever imagine. He he mm-hmm. wanted to die there and like yeah. I feel I felt about the diet and he was like, "Oh shit, I don't need to take your body at all. Let me get that let me get that diet power, homie." Yeah. Um oh, that's right. Yeah, see and man, that's it's just so the differences between Snoke and Palpatine and all this stuff and if they are going there, it seems, man, it really seems like it in Mando that, that that's where they're going with Thrawn mm-hmm. and everything. So, um, I don't know. I'm I'm really interested to see how they spin it and how, you know, Snoke's already been. He's he's around and doing stuff. I want to, you know, how how separate they are, how um, much control Palpatine has over Snoke, mm-hmm. um, and uh, what what all that's about. But but man, yeah, Palpatine, he's. He's just the uh, like a chess, you know. It's more of just like the the moves he's making behind the scenes of why he's so high, and and he's responsible for completely manipulating Anakin Skywalker from birth. I mean, from birth, that dude manipulated that kid to become not Darth Vader. He didn't want him to become Darth Vader. He wanted him to become not you know a perfect well, specimen, you know, um, that didn't have some limbs chopped off. Um, and maybe to do this exact thing that yeah, he wanted to do, right? Yeah. Um, so, well, then he also aims to do it with Luke in the original trilogy. He asks him to kill him. That's and, true. Uh, yeah. So I, I, he's always been ready to die. You know, like he's been ready, and I, I feel like he has. He's always had a plan. Uh, he's not gone. He's not gone. He's not actually dying. Like if he's telling them, or maybe he's just so confident that he won't die that he's just like, yeah, kill me. Like do it. I know. I just know that you won't. 
you know, sort of thing. But I, I don't know. I felt like he, he just has more of a plan. Um, but still, fuck yeah. everything he stands for. Um, but, yeah, that, this is the sort of thing that. he gets you to talk uh, about, though. Is this yeah. man's maniacal? He's magical. He's a he's the fascist space wizard, man. He's got that shit figured out. It one takes, of the most. Yeah, it takes the worst of the worst to know who the good are. You know, you mm-hmm. don't you don't know who the great people are unless you know who the real, real bad people are. Um, and it's it's very easy, so easy to just yeah, he's obviously the bad guy. There's no questions about it. There's no, there's not one time where you're like, oh, is Palpatine going to have a redemption arc here? Could he possibly <laughs> like actually, you know, not? No, there's no question about it. This dude is pure evil. Um, yeah, and he looks it too. That man looks demented. <laughs> oh yeah, um, ah, by his own accord. And then it so because that's what was killing him. You know, he almost did die there because that's what Ray did. He just pushed it straight back onto him. And that's what was happening at, at like, May, the whole Mason-Anakin con- yeah, confrontation. Yeah. That's what got him all deformed. And I guess if it just would have kept happening, it would have just disintegrated him straight up yeah, like that. Close. Fuck, man. But I don't think the storyline's over, surprisingly. Um, the rumors of, of uh, Matt Smith playing a young Palpatine and then it being scrapped and then left. Like, I'm really intrigued. By that, you know, if if they're still planning on some young Palpatine throwing in throwing him in there somewhere, it, whether mm. it's Matt Smith or not, it felt like there was some plans for a young Palpatine. Um, it would be a little bit more in line with Legends comics had they brought Palpatine back in a younger body in the Rise of Skywalker. And I think um, it has to deal with Plagueis. I think like Plagueis is not maybe going to come around, but I feel like an important factor in Palpatine's story. And like, he mm-hmm. learned everything from Plagueis and felt, I don't know, was ever confident. Maybe Snoke is the bot. I feel like Plagueis is still a factor and Palpatine. I don't know. Something's going on. Something's fishy. And I don't know how it connects yet, but it will. Um, or maybe not. Who knows? Maybe <laughs> yeah. Not. I'm like, I don't it know. Is, it might, it but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'll uh, be happy with anything. Yeah, right. No, I feel you. Emperor Palpatine's got this crazy, crazy history, and there's there's so much to explore there, and uh, can't uh, can't wait to see it unfold a little bit more. You know, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, you know, perfect balance as all things should be. Mm. Powerful light, powerful dark. Uh, this is where I have Luke Skywalker at two. Okay. Um. Love, love me some Luke. You know, I thought uh, it, it was a tough debate. You know, deciding whether or not to have him here or or the spot above. But uh, I ended I ended up putting him here. Uh, I love love me some Luke Skywalker. I think Mark Hamill is incredible in that role. Like I just can't imagine anyone else doing it. And that's why if you're gonna bring him back, just do animation. I'm tired of deep fake shit. And you know, I don't I don't want a recasting. Of Luke Skywalker, you know, I, I'll, I'll take it over deep fake. Yeah, but the optimal way to tell stories with Luke Skywalker and that crew, I think, is animation. I just don't. I get why they don't just fucking do that. It pisses me off. But uh, if you're gonna, the only thing that I think deep fake Luke should be used for is like still frames. If mm-hmm. you just want to like, de- I don't know, or like a clip where he's not saying a single word at all. The moment he starts talking is just, it's not a human. You know, yeah. it's just like, 
there's no emotion there's no behind emotion, the lines. There's no feeling. He's just he just is, and it pisses it, me off. But uh, that's like that's the worst part, and that yeah. that you can't get over that. But yeah, no, no, I, love, that's a I love me solution. some Luke though. Just, love me some Luke though. I think that uh, the journey that character sees from four to six is an essential essential part of modern mythology, and I think that uh, what Ryan Johnson had the balls to do in the Last Jedi is something that you know a lot of people can't accept but is a better story than him being a video game character uh who is all powerful and can do whatever he wants that's dumb not not fun not good might have fun not good storytelling though uh the idea that this character would face struggles later in life as we all do nobody nobody just becomes perfect you know look at everybody yoda. alive faces yoda. problems the longer they live yeah yoda failed he yep. lost like and he was the top dog. He failed all the time. That's and he still how he gains, learned. He still gains that's, his redemption, Luke. Yeah, you know, I think that's like, uh, I I love Mark mm-hmm. Hamill in episodes four through six, and you hope through Return of the Jedi. But I truly think his best performance is in in eight in the Last Jedi. I think that Ryan Johnson got the most out of him. I think that uh, it's just uh, I think it's a different beast. You know, I think he. I already loved the character, but that 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 humanized him in a way that mm. I don't. A lot of people hate, but I love. You know, I'm like that makes him more relatable than he ever was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It makes him more relatable to fail and to get back up mm. and to try again. Yeah. You know, like that's that's the shit right there. Um, and, and I think that that's I, I makes... saw that there was like a deleted scene where they filmed him reacting to. Uh, Han. he was either Han or Le- Leia. Yeah, no, because he did react to, um, to Leia, right? Did he actually, or was he turned off at that point? He's like, been dead. That oh, point. that's right, that's right. He's actually. Oh, duh. Hello. Okay, timeline there. But the the Han one, uh, I saw like at least where he reacted to it. But I thought the whole point of it that he was like still cut off, kind of from the Force, and like wouldn't was he still cut off from the Force at that time? It, so the thing is, is that. That deleted scene would have come after uh, Chewie, Ray, and R2 show up, and he goes, Chewie, where's Han? And then that scene would have happened. Oh, so they, it's not. He senses it, and no. then it shows up. Oh, no. okay. That would have okay. been in The Last Jedi. And regardless, the, the choice they made there was like an incredible editing choice to go from, where's Han, to a smash cut to Kylo Ren answers your question it's a reaction it's everything like i i, I love that choice but uh okay i see uh, i love me some luke the way he teaches ray mm-hmm. you know uh he's like reach out and she like literally reaches out and he like tickles her fingers and stuff like that's uh oh, i feel it i feel something <laughs> come on ray come on oh, yeah uh, <laughs> i love that so much you know at the, at the height of their power they allowed palpatine to rise and take over and like he, he, he I like a a hero who has fallen, a fallen hero who has to find themselves again. That's just a good idea for a story, and I think they pulled it off really, really well. And uh, yeah. I love me some Luke, man. So I, I had to have him high up here. I know you'll have something to say. So he's here at two. Well, I got him top two, but he ain't top. He ain't second. Uh, he's not number two. Uh, this is where I have Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. Uh, being a prequel baby, I I understand where where you are coming from and how he did fall. Um, but I'm just not quite there yet. I guess. Mm. Um, I'm 
I'm still re- watching Revenge of the Sith. Um, I love James Earl Jones. Just the voice, just hearing the voice. It's so. I mean, talk about iconic, knowable mm. characters. That's a silhouette that everyone knows. Darth Vader. Mm. I'd argue even maybe Anakin a little bit if you give him long hair and a lightsaber. Maybe. I, I don't. Maybe Anakin's. I'd say Luke's more known. Like yeah. Luke is the Jedi that's known. Anakin's just the bad guy. It's yeah. yeah. It's um. Yeah, Vader. Vader, Darth, though, you're a shoe in there. That's that's one hundred percent. Um, but yeah, just just being a prequel baby, this was he, he Anakin was the cool guy, you know. And, and before he, you know, before Vengeance, Sith, even like Attack of the Clones, when he's kind of in his like you know middle age uh, time, uh, that that that's where I like he was he was cool there. Like that's mainly what I'm talking about is kind of like his cool arc was like Attack of the Clones, and then the first part of like Revenge of the Sith before he goes all crazy in, in Sith mode. Um, but I don't know why. Um, I love Hayden Christensen. Um, and I love all the all the support and all the love that he's getting now. And like, actually, like just him coming out at celebration and like just being taken back and like just mm. taking it all in and being like, "Wow, this is just awesome!" Like, thank you guys so much. Like, he's right. he's such a nice guy. Yeah, and he that. he loves the the role so much. He plays it so well. He knows like all the moves, you know, like um, and just just did. Hayden Christensen is to lightsabers what Keanu Reeves is to guns. Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Can't Um, take credit. Saw it on Twitter, but I saw it and was like, uh, that's that's a fucking fire analogy. Man. But yeah, I mean, and and last time I did, I did have him separated. I think uh, I had, I had like Anakin 2, Vader 3 or something like that, I think last time. So pretty much the the same spots here. Um, But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just it's the whole story of Star Wars, you know? It's it's Anakin from the prequels and Vader and the OT and dealing with the the aftermath of it. I not really in the sequels, I guess, but but Anakin is is the the first six Actually, movies. Still you know, some fallout there, you know. Yeah. It's the oh, yeah, Kylo Kylo, Kylo has his, yeah, has his helmet there still. Boom, there you go. So, so yeah. Um no, I love that. Ah, is it happening again? Yeah, it just well, okay. okay. Hopefully okay. that does it. But anyway, but yeah, there's uh my one, I guess, um, right now, um, but yeah, technical too. Um, the yeah. almighty zero spot to follow, but uh, my one, perfectly balanced with Anakin Skywalker there. Obi Wan Kenobi. Okay. Well, wow. Above. Uh, okay. So above Luke. I. I was. Okay, this I was wondering where Obi Wan was going to come because when you said Luke, I was like, "Wow, okay, so Obi Wan mm-hmm. is he's not one." I know that, like, this no, is no, I, but yeah, so he's, I know he's, two, he's up here. He is, you know, and it's the same as last yeah. year, same order. I had Obi Wan above Luke last year, mm-hmm. and uh, since then we've gotten the Obi Wan Kenobi show, which just enhanced him a little bit more. And therein, I couldn't comfortably put him below Luke. You know, I just. Uh, I love Ewan McGregor's portrayal of that character, and I'm a, I am love the original trilogy, so I've always loved Alec Guinness's um, mm-hmm. portrayal of that character, too. And uh, the way that uh, he comes back and sa- saves Leia and the relationship they form and stuff, like, it's just so, I think it's so important. Oh. And I think that uh, his last little moment, seeing Luke and Leia reunited and being okay, joining the force i think that's incredible an incredible idea for the characters yeah and, and I, the idea of like just becoming a force ghost like qui-gon couldn't quite get there 
Um, I wonder, like, he didn't, did he not have, like, the training or knowledge to become a Force Ghost? Or was it just that he died in a way that, like, didn't quite allow it to happen? You know, he died, like, um, because Obi-Wan was, like, at full peace, you know, when he died. He was like, yeah, you strike me down, I'm going. Like, he knew, like, when he died that he would become a Force Ghost. But, um, Qui-Gon, he died, like, in pain and in, Mm. you know in a moment where he probably didn't think he was going to die. You know, he didn't want to. Um, so I wonder if, like, if there was a moment where, Qui- where I guess, I don't know, because Qui-Gon didn't fully have that knowledge, I guess. Or I don't know, do you have to have the knowledge to become a he Force ends Ghost? up becoming a Force Ghost anyway. Yeah, so, um, like... And so does Anakin. He gets burnt up in the suit. That's true. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> like, uh, there's no necessary... I don't, like... There's always been these weird rules surrounding Force Ghosts and stuff, but I think it's just kind of... I think they've kind of thrown that out of the window and are like, if you're a Jedi mm-hmm. and you die, you might be able to be a Force I like that if you... It, but everyone that's just puffed, you know, that's just disappeared. It's yeah, always... Yoda, you know, Obi-Wan, Ben. Luke. Luke. Luke um, Leia. Leia. Yeah, it's everyone's been at peace. Like, and, and that, I, that's that's what I, I really like about that. And, and yeah, that, that moment, like... I, I never thought about it. Like you were the first one to tell me, like that he looks over and sees Luke and Leia together, you know, for the first time, and like he feels that's why he's fully at peace. You know, it's like ah, that's that's what he's been working for his whole time. And like I, I don't know, I've never thought about it that way. And it's just such a beautiful story. So like it's crazy. It's just space wizards and with laser so nice. swords so and nice. like what the fuck? No, but all no, that yeah, is man. just the story. I love, that's I love me some Obi Wan Kenobi. You know, I think that. Uh... He's a Jedi's Jedi, and uh, you know I think that he, he he impacted a lot of the galaxy in his time, uh, and he's super important. Love that character, and he'll always be one of my favorites. So mm. have him top two here, and technically at the number one spot here. So mm. get on to the zeros. Well, it's Luke. That's the only <laughs> guy I haven't said quite yet, and that's 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 that guy for me. Um, I guess. Return of the Jedi, that I liked, you know, I liked to fight, um, as, you know, as Obi-Wan, and, but it was, that's, I always had to be Obi-Wan, uh, because my brother wanted to be the evil Anakin, and that's mm-hmm. who evil Anakin fought, that's the only person who Anakin fought as a Sith, pretty much, other than Mace Windu, I guess, but that wasn't much of a fight, um, that was more of just sort of an execution. An execution, yeah. So... Yeah, not not a, and I guess you can kind of count Dooku, but he's not like fully. No, he's not fully like gone at that point. No, not so, right so yeah, it's like Obi Wan's the only guy that Evil Anakin fought against. So that's who I always had to be. But if I could choose someone to be, it'd be Return of the Jedi Luke Skywalker. Mm. Um, that dude when he when he just comes in there, does that little little walk the plank, grab it, come back up, catch the the saber out of the air that R two alley up, you know, alley ooped up perfectly for him. Goddamn, you know. Another reason to love R2. Um, yeah, there you go. Absolutely dime of a pass to Luke there. Um, I guess he is an astromech and can make just the literal calculation and know exactly what he has to do. I so it's kind of like a little that. unfair. But, no, I like to think that he's like, he's just eyeballing it. He's like, hey, I'm a, I am can do this. Like, all right, Whoop. this could be, yeah, fuck it. You had to time it, too, with Luke's jump and all. So, I mean, <laughs> hey, um, I don't know. It's all the um, money there. But, yeah, Luke... Luke, that this that black outfit, the green saber. He came out like he just came out like so different, you know. Like I don't like 
came out so much cool felt just complete and i was like oh that's that's just the coolest guy right there like yeah i don't know like i i looked up to to obi-wan because he was the the you know on the good side of the moral um compass you know other than anakin but but in the original trilogy it was just always luke you know i guess maybe a little whiny some people say um or whatever but no i i don't know it's it's luke's journey that we're you know that we're taking on and we see it through through his eyes and everything um and then in the the sequel trilogy after i'm watching it you know now i at first i didn't really appreciate what they did with this character but now that i'm sitting back on it and all that hate's gone it's like yeah no this is this makes total sense like mm. this, he's following it's it's just he's doing exactly what yoda did pretty like the exact things that have happened to yoda luke is going through it's just that luke is a human and his lifespan is much shorter so it's just yoda's events are much more spread out but like the same thing is happening he he failed and he went in isolation. He's like, I'm done. I failed everybody. There's nothing I can do anymore. I have to just give up. Goes on an island and I'm with no way to be found, you know, at all, basically. And it's just, yeah. um, it just making him more human and actually like that just makes total sense. Um, and it did work for the story. And it, it honestly makes him feel more legendary at the end there whenever he does like, project himself and he does that like that is his last act you know to that's legendary to shit man keep the the fight alive to keep that spark you know around, like kid come on the little brush off the shoulder are you fucking War. kidding me dude like yeah War. all right i think that's enough okay Kylo. you think you got him okay dude yeah, and then no oh. stop yeah no that's that's a I love The Last Jedi, dude. I'll never mm. I'll never tire of it. And that is, like, Luke is incredible in that movie. And he's incredible across the saga. You know, Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie of all time. Mm. And, you know, I'm left in a place with him at the end of that movie where I'm just like, God, what a celebration. What a time to, mm. like, come together with his friends. It's just wonderful. I love it. Man. And I don't know, recently, most recently... The little clip that was released with Cal Kestis, like the live action of like Luke training oh, yeah, yeah, Cal. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It could, could just be promotional advertising, you know, but could be a little, I don't know, easing us into the light, like seeing Cal in his life, like, I don't know, in live action. Like he's there with Mark Hamill on, like, I don't know. That's just very interesting to, to see them together. Um, and I know it's just marketing and it was just all funny and jokes. Um, but I don't know. That could. They never gave me two lightsabers. No, I love. I loved that. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Yeah, I, I love it. Luke, I love it, Mark Hamill. Yeah. Mark Hamill will forever be Luke Skywalker. Like yeah, man. That man's. I love him. You know. I mm-hmm. think that uh, he's a. Uh, he's a little bit. Uh, no, nah, I love him as Luke. Can't can't complain. Can't complain there. He's a mm-hmm. he's a great guy, and uh, great in that role. And it's a great way to end the list. It's it's the natural way to end the list here. You having Luke, me having Leia. There we I go. love Leia Organa. Couldn't have been more better. Couldn't have been more perfect. Couldn't have. It's the. It's those are the two. You know, they are. They are Star Wars to me. You know, at the end of the end of Rise of Skywalker, who is it? Ray looks to 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 continue the name. It is Luke and Leia. You know, I think that's a uh, that's so compelling. I love. I love Leia so much. Um, she's been my favorite character for a few years now, and she will never not be my favorite character again. You know, it's kind of. Uh, that's a staple from here on in that that won't change. Mm. Someone's going to have to do some shit 
to to make that change, and I don't think it will. Like uh, at this point, given where Ray is, I think Ray is the only one who even has a fucking chance, and I don't think that'll I don't think that'll happen just because Leia's that special to me, and uh, mm. came uh, came at a point in my life uh, where the sequels, per- particularly where I just uh, I, I grew to love her even more. And then the passing of Carrie Fisher just made me realize how much I, how much I would miss her and miss that character. Yeah. And there's like, uh, I can't say this about a lot of celebrity deaths, and I know Star Wars dominates my headspace a lot, so this is this is only natural. Uh, I think about Carrie Fisher fucking daily. Like yeah. that's, I can't say that for a lot of other past celebrities i think about her every day and i think about leia every day they are just that important to me as a character and as an actress and i think that uh what she did with that character is iconic you know and i think that uh the the younger version of that character showing up with vivian Ly- mm-hmm. lyra blair incredible i loved her in that i thought she did so good as a little leia mm-hmm. and uh you know to me she is royalty that's that's the that's the princess of alderaan that's the general of the rebellion oh, yeah. and the founding member of the resistance you know to have uh, to have learned about the rebellion through her parents who helped start the rebellion and then start a resistance of her own just so just so fucking cool you know i think she's just what a what a journey that character went on and uh i love her man love leia organa to death so yeah you're right she, she had the top animation Animation's the answer. Yep. You know? Have Billy Lord Just... voice her, man. That'd be the shit. Her daughter in real life. That'd be Ooh. the shit. Oh yeah. Uh, wasn't didn't she wasn't she involved in something Star Wars like Yeah, she was Lieutenant Connix in the sequel trilogy. She was there yeah, a lot. She was also who they deep faked Leia onto for the scene where she acted as a Jedi. Um oh. it was Billy Lord who actually did the action in that, that sequence. Dick. Oh, that's just so cool. No, that... super fucking cool, man. And so, uh, yeah, Leia was always going to top my list. I don't think anyone who knows me and knows my preferences for Star Wars kind of knew that was going to be the case. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of an inevitability, but that's my top one. So with that, we conclude our top 100 Star Wars characters, and let's run through those top 10, quote unquote, there. Uh, and I'll I'll give you the reins here. All right. At zero, I have Luke Skywalker. One, Anakin slash Darth Vader. Two, Emperor Palpatine. Three, Count Dooku. Four, or wait, yeah. Sorry, um, the zero fucked me up there for a second. Four, <laughs> Leia Organa. Five, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Six, Ahsoka Tano. Seven, Din Djarin. Eight, Din Grogu. Nine, Yoda. And ten, R2-D2. Lovely. Mine are zero, Leia Organa, one, Obi-Wan Kenobi, two, Luke Skywalker, three, Rey Skywalker, four, Ahsoka Tano, five, Cassian Andor, six, Hera Syndulla, seven, Han Solo, eight, Yoda, nine, Din Djarin, and ten, Omega. Mm -hmm. And with that, thank you all so very much for joining us for this top 100 favorite Star Wars characters. It was so much fun to do this once again, and I'm sure in the next year we're going to get Ahsoka, we're going to get Skeleton Crew, we're going to get fucking five more High Republic books. Who knows how this changes again? You know, uh, there's there's all sorts of shit coming. and uh, Hopefully some High Republic 
from me or some novel, you know, <laughs> characters, you know, that I some can books, finally some comics, you know, I'd, yeah. I'd love that, you know, I'd, I'd love to be able to revisit this yearly. And I think that, uh, I think that we're in for another year that we'll be able to, we'll be able to do this again. You know, I think that's, uh, I think oh, it's yeah. kind of inevitable, but, uh, oh, yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun topic to revisit, you know, changed a lot from last year and I'm glad we did it. Um, but with that, we will conclude this episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. If you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content. For $3 a month, you can support this podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money. And I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. So please check that out. Head to Twitter, follow at pennybloompod, follow on Instagram at pennybloompodcast. Remember to leave a five-star rate and review wherever you might be listening. Uh Let's see anything else. Yeah, we've got a lot going on this week. We have a uh, we're doing another addition into the comic book movie journey through film tomorrow. It'll be X2 X-Men United. Uh, next Monday, we continue our Game of Thrones rewatch with season three, episode eight. Uh, we continue the Ahsokast next week, next Wednesday, Ahsoka Tano podcast. And that'll be the Mortis arc, which is a very fun one that a lot of people love. A very fun one to talk about. So the Mortis arc is next week. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Yeah, I think that's it. Then uh, mm-hmm. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. Remember, peace, love, and bloom, and may the fourth be with you. <laughs>